Hey guys, Anthony here, Interviews with Everyday People. Um, this episode is going to be a little interesting. Uh, it, we're kind of doing a callback to the very first episode I've ever did. Uh, it was a pilot episode. Um, it The pilot episode actually was recorded about two years before the podcast even started. Um, I sat down with my one of my best friends, Brian Russell. We talked about his, uh, his story. Um, we're going to touch in a little bit of the story again, but we're mostly going to focus on the, the passing... Uh, of his wife, uh, Lori, who was, who was a very dear friend of mine. And, uh, we're going to be joined by the entire family this time. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to have fun because it's, it's, it's a, it's a family that once you hear, you know, th- th- what they went through and how they keep a positive attitude still, it's a very, it's very inspiring. Um, uh, how, how the family went from, you know, the two daughters and, and, and going through the loss of their mother. And then their, the, the son that that's there, Brian Jr. He, uh, you know, they talk about the, the grief and then, um, their father moving on and finding a new, a new mom, uh, at a very, at a very young age. And, and they, you know, how, how, how Nicole really stepped up and really helped the family. That's a, it's a crazy good story. Um, and we have some fun in between in the, in the middle there and, and crack some jokes cause, uh, that's kind of what we do. Um, once again, if you want to support us, head over to the uh, Interviews at Everyday People on Facebook or the IWEP Network on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, we do have a merch page over on the Facebook page. You can grab some cool merch, help support the podcast. Uh, you could also do a donation. Um, anything that helps us grow so we can get better equipment and, and keep this show moving. Um, so this is going to be number, episode number 67. Uh, here's some churches and trains, and we'll see you on the other side of the music. Anthony, interviews at Everyday People. This is my uh, first on-location audio-only podcast. So this is the uh, first time I did in a long time where I recorded twice in one day. Um, so I just got done doing a phone interview, and then I went on Facebook Live, and Brian's like, hey, you should come over bring your microphones. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. So if you are someone who follows along to the podcast, or um, I did a pilot episode a long, long time ago, and it was only on SoundCloud. And then I moved it from SoundCloud to Anchor, and I just put it out as a pilot episode, and it did really, really well. And I was like, well, fuck it. I should probably do this. So we're going to sit down at the same table that the pilot episode was recorded with a little bit of a change. Because now that we're not recording from a cell phone, I actually have better equipment. We're going to be here with Brian, his two daughters, his son, uh, and, and, his, and his wife, Nicole, who sounds like a dude. No, I'm joking. She, <laughs> she thinks she sounds like a dude, but she doesn't. Uh, you could be the judge of that. Put sound off in the comments. Uh, <laughs> she's doing homework, so we're just gonna kind of we're 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 uh, technically breaking rules. We're winging it. Yeah, we're breaking all the rules of the of the quarantine. But uh, he only lives a block away, so fuck it. We're going for it. And I'm not infected. I haven't been out in ages. 
Yeah, he never. He Brian's been oh, social distancing for detail. 15 years now. So <laughs> <laughs> this whole household has been social distancing. <laughs> We've been in yeah. here. Yeah, they have. So bring that a little a little closer there. Just call that a Wednesday. If you have, if you need more slack, you can do that. Like, take because you you want it. You want to kind of be like. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna cut that out? No, no. Every I don't cut anything out. Once the record button happens, oh, it ha- we go. We go. Okay. So let's go around the room. Let's we'll start with we'll start with pops here. <laughs> Give it so people can identify the name to the person because we're no longer doing video. Right. Brian Russell, fifty two. Why is he doing that? Tall and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just do your ASL? Long the walks on the beach. The old school A. <laughs> What's your ASL, bro? What does that mean? A- ASL MySpace was a o- ASL was an old school way on online to tell people your age. I thought sex- it was American Sign Language. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> age, sex, location. So you're like 14, male, Pennsylvania. Oh golly. Yeah, it's first so time I ever 52, sent. male, Fragwell. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go with you now. Oh, uh, I'm Taylor Russell, 17, and I'm just here for a good time, honestly. <laughs> Don't say it like that, you weirdo. Yeah, that's not what, that's not the type of podcast. I'm Nicole Russell, and I'll be 40. <laughs> you don't have to say your ages. I don't know why that. I don't know why that I'm trend started. Him, I'm following him. Go ahead. I was trying to be cute. This is the oh, wild. It's, it's the wild card. The other side. Wild card, I'm Madison Russell. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't have anything to me. All right, I'm Brian Jr. Uh, people usually call me Little Brian. As I thought you were going to say, like, people call me Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> My senpai name is... I ain't dragging nothing. <laughs> <laughs> dragging these nuts across your face. It's <laughs> wow. so weird watching you smile. Oh, wow. Um, this is really... <laughs> is weird watching me smile? Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched you do it. Um, strange. Anyway, oh. uh, so the first time we're, we're going to kind of dive into again some of the same stuff we talked about a little bit on the on the intro. Not not too too much because we want to kind of um, we don't want to get too. I don't want to cry. Is pretty much what it comes oh. down to. Um, <laughs> but the the pilot episode is really good. I think what I'm going to do is I may pull the pilot episode back out and re-air it and put it on YouTube just as like the audio again because it wasn't video as well. I think it's it'd be something for people to listen to and I'll reshare it. When I do this episode, we're going to kind of dive a little bit into that because it is better equipment. And uh, not only are you going to hear the story from Brian's perspective, but the other people who also lived it, I think, is kind of interesting as well. You kind of were there towards the end. Yeah. Save the best for last. Yeah. Welcome and then the, the rebirth, the rebirth of... I want to say sloppy mess, but old mess. <laughs> you cleaned this our story up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You came into a fucked up situation. Yeah, I did. And, uh, and it was you fully loaded. And it was a fully loaded. And held it down. Trying. Yeah. She cleaned it up. She walked into this fucking crazy Russell household and didn't <laughs> run away yet. I, I commend you. I, <laughs> I Holy wanted to run away. And I've been here at 17. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> 16 years and I'm ready to go. I was tempted by the Russell demons a few times and I was like, <laughs> get away from welcome. me, Satan. They're like, welcome. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm, jo- I'm joking, Ashley. You're not Satan. Um, <laughs> 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 I miss you. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll get into all that. So... I think the very first question I asked you on the podcast, I went back and listened to the pilot. Uh, the very first question I said, what was your impressions when you first met me? And I want to know if your answer stayed the same. Jesus. Cheese and crackers. <laughs> now, you're, now you're making me work my old brain. Yeah. Well, just go by what right, right now. When you first met me, what was your first impression? You were cool. Okay. You were... You were... was not as cool as an intro as last time. Oh. Well, go ahead. <laughs> You you were like I don't know 
very very few guys I wished would have dated my daughters. You were one of them, so. So your exact answer was too handsome for his own good. good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I wish Times have changed. Really uh, he's looking at a different vessel. Let's just say that the first podcast it was 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 about four years ago because the podcast has been going now for two years. But I did the pilot episode probably another year or half before I even started the podcast. Yeah, but you know me well enough. Vessel means nothing to me. Yeah. It's the person inside of it. So. Listen, I'm fat. I'm not the same looking person. I have more face hair on you my face. Too, you, you still are too handsome for your own good. I try. I try. I don't believe you, but we'll go for that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I met Brian. I used to, uh, I was a strapping young man who played basketball. Yeah, I, don't know if, I don't know if you could look at my, this, uh, this, be, this being I'm in now and see this giant Buddha belly I got going on and be like, this guy played basketball? Yes, I did. And Pretty I was, damn good basketball. I was pretty decent at it at one point in time. Um, and I used to, we used to have some people that would come watch us, and one of those people were was your daughter mm-hmm. Ashley, and uh, we became friends. And I, I guess she had a crush at one time, a heavy one. Yeah, and uh, she was like, "I like you," and I was like, "Nope, sorry, I, I don't. I'm not." She's like, "Why?" Because her. All right, so Ashley, your mis- here's your mistake. I met you. I thought you were cool, and then you invited me to your house, and then I became really good friends with your parents, and then I was like, "I can't." I can't like a sister now. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> I ever. look out for you, not because because I was like, man, I'm really accepted here, and I can come here and hang out all the time. And if I start dating you, and I'm a scumbag when it comes to women, I don't want to ruin hanging out here. So I'm just never gonna cross that bridge with you. <laughs> so what you're saying is, me and mom were more important than <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like so, I ain't burning bridges. So what happened was, is, uh, I think we met and we hung out, and then at that time I was a senior and I was just graduating high school, so I would just be hanging out. On the, my first summer at a high school, at the house till like five thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. she would wake up to go to school, and I'd be still sitting at the kitchen table. <laughs> She's like, "Could you fucking leave my house?" Like, I think the crush went away because he was like, "This fucking kid's here all the time, and nothing's ever gonna happen." And so it's just it was annoying to her at that point. Uh, but yeah, I pretty much lived there. Yep. Without sleeping there, I don't think I've ever slept at the house. Not that I recall. Yeah, I would just walk home half asleep. Still own that house. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. Uh, one of the first times we hung out, I uh, I made Lori uh, pee her pants laughing. Yes. The train and then continued. I <laughs> carried that tradition on to you, <laughs> Nikki. Um, yeah, th- it was fun. Uh, I think I made her pee her pants recording her phone voice message. She she remember I re-recorded her voice message so when people called her phone, it was me acting like if it was Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Yes, it was. <laughs> and she I forgot about that. she peed her pants. She ran upstairs because she couldn't not contain herself. But yeah, those nights were just long, long nights of playing uh, rummy. I learned how to play rummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would watch or kind of play, watch you play World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy Online. And then I was like, "Can you guys play a fucking game I can play too?" <laughs> He's like, "You should play Final Fantasy." I was like, "Not a fucking chance." I tried, and I was like, "I'm never gonna do this." Um, but then we started playing like shooter games, like mm-hmm. Soul Cal- Soulcom, Soulcom, and uh, some other ones. And then I was actually I was into that because I was good at those. Um, but it was just nights of either gaming or hanging out, watching movies. Uh, just kind of it was fun. It was a good yeah. time. Um, yeah, and then you little creepos. Hey, 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 hey now. 
Judge us. We are not creepos. Well, you weren't the creepo. It you. Was hey, hey. Taylor was the creepo. I'm creepo-o. on a different vibe. <laughs> Taylor was talking to imaginary creatures that end up being legit folklore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they connected with me and I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah, totens or whatever the fuck they were called. They, they were came totens. through my window without consent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's creepy. <laughs> it was creepy. Yeah. Um, and they Jor- threw them on the wall. Jordan, who's not, he's downstairs. No, he's she's in the oh, he's in the living room sleeping with the big horse next to him. <laughs> Our dog. That dog is getting wider and wider every time I see him. Seventy some pounds. Yeah, we're gonna be in trouble when we take him to the vet. No, they're gonna yell at you. They're like, know. you need to fucking walk this guy. We walk him. Yo, he's a beast, bro. Whenever we can. We have a new addition coming. A new. Are you gonna let him in the house, or is he gonna be like an outdoor? I oh, know he's in the house. I don't do the outdoor. Dog. Yeah, I hate that. Thank you. I know you got a cool little setup back there. Yeah. Is that where you sleep now, Brian? You live out in that shed? No, he sleeps on the couch. Night, yeah, I sleep out in the shed. Oh. Yeah. On the nice wooden floor. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have that and my mew out there now for my hawk. A mew? A mew. What yeah. the hell is a mew? It's a it's the house for a hawk. Oh. So just to kind of catch people up, every time I come to this establishment, there's uh, <laughs> there's, there's 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 like new creatures living in the yard. Like I walked in the one time, there was like 155 chickens running around <laughs> and, and, ro- exotic, and yeah. roosters. Joe yeah, you are you're a, you're a, you're a hillbilly Joe Exotic. Yeah. Except That's tigers, you have you had roosters and a goat, th- a goat at one time. I love that goat. And oh he, turkeys. Fucking a squirrel. Oh my god, my squirrel! Do not go after my squirrel's neck like that. Do not diss squirrel. <laughs> I'm gonna feed Brian to the hawk. <laughs> you gotta bring that in there. I'm gonna feed Brian to the hawk. Ah, Jesus Christmas! I- Carol Baskin's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put. Was it? I'm gonna put. You don't put cologne on if you want them to eat it. You gotta put sardines it's on. Awesome. <laughs> What's up, Bean all oil. you? What's up, all you cool cat and kittens? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, stop! That's what she says. That's not okay. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. So. uh... If I walk into your fucking yard and there's a tiger out there, I'm, I'm never coming back. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, would you be impressed? Even though the borough though? does not actually have an ordinance against it, so and now he's got to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the next hobby. <laughs> I'm gonna come in. His eyebrows are gonna be pierced. I'm like, what's up, motherfucker? Want <laughs> 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 to come see my tiger? He has a web He has a web show on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing all that. The goddamn ordinance of Frackville wants me to shut down my zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was complaining about a rooster, though. I would have complained if I if you if I lived next to someone with a fucking rooster who just lost its mind every time it thought it seen the sunlight. Your neighbor has a rooster. Who? What's her name on the corner? The lady. No, no, she hasn't. She doesn't have a rooster. Yeah, she had hens. She never had a rooster. Oh yeah. I thought she did. Oh no. yeah, she did. I was always in the yard. Yes, the she cops, did. The cops actually told us when we had when ours would crow and they complain, they'd be like, "We can hear the one from our police station." That's no, she there. never had a rooster. I'm just telling you what she. Yeah, told she me. only had hens. She might. I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but she had hens. I never seen her, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm, they I'm were just going based her hens on information. Were, her received. hens were crazy. Not crazy, but they were really like they were. They were actually like really. They didn't bother nobody. Your hands didn't bother nobody, but the rooster. Oh fuck God. that! I would never ever. Every I, I went in the yard with that rooster. Well, see, I needed a rooster because I was incubating I was the eggs. Punch yeah, it was, yeah. I just thought it was funny how like the dog would walk around with just like. When the rooster would go just, after the dog, he, he wouldn't care. <laughs> he was like, and the, then dog, when the, the dog's that big, people? he's like, whatever, bro. Yeah, the rooster pecked <laughs> yeah. at him. He's Why like, are you going to take something off? He's like, like I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have the energy to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 178 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I have more body than I am head. <laughs> oh he does have more dog. body than he does head. 
<laughs> and he has a big ass head. <laughs> <laughs> He's a horse, bro. Yeah. He is a horse. What kind of breed is he? Akita. 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 Mm-hmm. Is he like his what, daddy was 130 pounds. What was what was that show? La Femme Nikita was it used to be on the USA Network. Not Lakita, Nikita, Akita, Akita. We're crossing on dangerous territory. We should probably move on. Huh? Have another beer. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm, I have two Corona. All these beers are super light. I'm actually sobering up. I'm sobering up. He's looking out for whiskey now. No, I just see the cards of humanity up there. Yeah, we're not allowed to play that. Because Dad pulled out the Pac-Man card one time. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Pac-Man card? We're just going to let it <laughs> Think about it. Let it settle. <laughs> what was the card? <laughs> I'll Google it right it now. It was grossly inappropriate for young he girls. Pulled it, <laughs> he pulled it out. That of course, all cards to pull out. He pulls out one of them. He's like, "This game's over." He's like, "We're putting it back." Oh, that's my phone. Never mind. Let's not do that. Did you, hear, are you, you can't hear. You're not wearing headphones. <laughs> I heard the feedback. The feedback. Um, yeah. So, uh, met Ashley, then met you, and then met your wife Lori. Um, you're, we'll just say. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know the terminology. I don't want to offend anyone. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> deceased wife. Yeah, your his, your deceased wife. I don't want to say first wife because it wasn't like. No, she was actually my second. But oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Good Heidi, call. Heidi was my first. Yeah, uh, Heidi, Heidi was the first one. Not my Heidi. Do you no. know Brian's nickname? different Heidi? Huh? Do you know, you know Brian's nickname? Let's not go oh. there. Dad's nickname. What was it? Let's talk Let's about it. Let's not go there. We can't say. No, we're not gonna. Is it a good nickname or was it? Oh, was it pre-divorce or well, after divorce? I was divorce? the head cooler at a, a bouncer at a bar. I was the head cooler. Just do it. The head cooler. Had, yeah. That's what? what they call it, the cooler. You weren't a bouncer, you were a cooler. Well, I was the manager. I was the man- manager of the bouncer. Okay. I was the cooler. Okay. I kept them from killing the patrons okay. <laughs> when they would take them out and yeah. stuff like that. But um, I ended up getting a nickname, and we'll just let it at that. Yeah, I thought you made, like, the post I realized there was a lot of DJs there, like bands and girls drinking, so I ended up with a nickname. I can't even put those pieces together. No, you won't. You won't put it together if you think about it, but yeah. it's a good nickname. I thought it was no, like a post-divorce nickname because everyone has a cool one after your breakup. Well, mm-hmm. dickhead's come back. Well, yeah, I've had yeah. a few of those. Yeah. You know, but that, I've had a lot of those nicknames as well. Well, I guess we talked about it. We won't like make people wonder. It was Russell the Love Muscle. <laughs> I like how he flexed his eyebrows when he said it. He's like, I know. He gave He's like, play. okay, let's not let them wondering. <laughs> did, that like, on, did that pass on to you, Junior? You got to love muscle. Not yet. You got it or you don't. <laughs> how old are you now? 23. Uh, I don't think, if you haven't found your love muscle yet, it's going to be a long journey. Oh, Been yikes. Around. I didn't give myself the name, by the way. But. Yeah. You can't. You can't the give yourself. The women did. My nickname was Black, but it wasn't given to me by women. It was given to me by by my, by my black friends because I <laughs> thought it was irony and it was funny. It yeah, was irony. It was oh. irony. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we hung out. We used to, we did a lot of fun stuff. I remember being at the basketball court and like sitting there playing because I I wouldn't eat. I was really really tiny and not like like I wasn't tiny. Like I looked like I didn't eat, but I was very like. I was cut up. I had a decent. Yeah. I was skinny, nice but I, I I had a. I wasn't muscular, but I was defined. We'll say. Um, sorry, beer burp. Um, that was disgusting. But, <laughs> listen, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm. This, I don't. I don't change. I don't <laughs> no change filter. who I am when nice record hits. Um, yeah. So I remember I'd be sitting there and and you know, I'd be playing with people, and then all of a sudden the car would pull. Well, actually, Ashley or Amber would walk down, and she'd be like, "Hey." Um, 
Lori said you have 15 minutes to get up to the house or she's going to come get you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Now, it didn't matter what quarter I was at. I could be at St. Canicus, which was around the corner. I could be at the, the school. I could be at the East End. I could be at 8th Street. She would send one of the girls. I didn't have a phone. So she would send the like, your sister would have to walk around town. I, no, actually, I think what they would, you guys would, you would go for a ride, see where I was, and then send the girls to that court. Right. Um, because I would change. I would go from court to court. If like mm-hmm. if we beat everyone at this court and nobody else wanted to play us, we'd walk to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing I would do is they would walk down in 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. Obviously, I'd lose track of time. I'd play another five or six games. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the Jeep would – or the, the Jeep. It was a Jeep, right? No, no. Sportage, the sport, which is like a fucking cheap. So the it would pull in, and she'd be like, "Yo, in the car," and I'm like, "I'm in the middle of." It. She goes, "How?" She wouldn't even ask how many points. Like, get in the car, and I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta go." Mm-hmm. And I would get in the car. I drive back. There usually be pizza or food or anything. And she always had to make dinner. Yeah, yeah. When she made <laughs> dinner for the family, when she made dinner for you guys, there was mm-hmm. always a plate that had to be there for me, mm-hmm. which is which was fantastic. Um, yeah, she looked she looked out for me. She was a uh, she's fan fantastic. I wish Nikki made me some food. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I can make a lasagna, I'm told. Oh, yeah, you're fake Italian. I forgot. <laughs> fake Italian. Fake Italian. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll cross that st- part of the story later. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I, it was, I became like a staple for the most part. Um, uh, so, yeah, we raised a while, and then uh, I guess you can kind of fill in the blanks from here. So, from what I was told, I don't know. I'll kind of tell you where I remember, and then you can fill in from there. I guess okay. there was a your, your father passed away, mm-hmm. and the the day of the funeral or a couple of days after, Lori went to get out of bed, and she that heard was the day of the funeral, the day of, and she felt she from what you described and her, it sounded like someone shot a shotgun off in the room, double barrel, both barrels, yes, mm-hmm. and it was her back collapsing, collapsing, mm-hmm. and then they what she went through the breast cancer first, right? She, she, um, she got diagnosed on October first. Okay. They took they did a lumpectomy. Yeah. And they took everything out. And she thought she was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the day of the they f- said that you know they were sending her for standardized tests, mm-hmm. which they do. They you know they do a full body scan and an abdominal CT and everything. And then he said he was going on vacation. He'd get back to us in two weeks. He said that the lump looked suspicious, but. You know, she was young. She was under thirty. They yeah. had gotten it early. Not, and he had taken a good clear field. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, you know, you think everything's, you think everything is, you know, it, it's not good when he says the lump looks suspicious. But yeah, you know, he says he he took a really large margin, good clear field, and the the scans were just standard procedure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was on October first, and then. On October fourth, my dad passed away, and so on October fifth, she went to get up. You know, we're gonna—it's the day, <coughs> or I'm sorry, not October. Yeah, 5th. yeah, a little closer there. October seventh, not October fifth. <coughs> she went to get up out of bed, and um, we had to go to the funeral because we had had the viewing the night before, and it you. She didn't need to call me. It sounded like a double barrel, and I've been around guns my whole life. It sounded like a double barrel shotgun went off, and it was her spine collapsing. Um, the tumors had eaten away more than. And she still went to the funeral that day. 
Yeah, she never said anything. She just said that it was her back hurt, and uh, we went through the entire funeral, the dinner, and after the dinner, she looked at me and said, I think you need to take me to the hospital. Yeah. And then I yelled at her, obviously, when they told me what had happened, mm-hmm. and she said, I wasn't, your dad was your best friend. I would never have you miss his funeral for me. Yeah. And uh, just the way she was. So. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about the strongest human being <laughs> I think I've ever met in my life. Jeez. I, I, I mean, like, I've lost a lot of people to, to cancer and seen cancer take people out. Um, but cancer had to work overtime for Lori because she, uh, it was on her terms. Right. You know what I mean? It, was, it, <laughs> yeah. wasn't, it wasn't on anyone else's but hers. Um, you have to realize her, her spine collapsed and not one time was she ever in a wheelchair or needed assistance yeah. walking. Um, even though she was going through the cancer, going through cre- not even just chemo, uh, she went through the, even the extensive one. Well, so this, well, they, this being what they thought was going to be relatively, they got it all and yeah. everything ended up not being the case. Well, was, was, once they hit her spine, it went, it went everywhere. Well, it, she was stage four when she had presented. Yeah. She, um, it was, it, there was 300 masses in her liver, 300 masses plus in her spleen. There was 94 throughout her skeletal system. No, she didn't develop the brainstem tumors until two, two and a half years into it. Okay, that's what it was. Um, that was on uh, Christmas Eve, and that's when they they kicked into the radiation. She, that's when she had they to wear that. Radiation. She had to do the mask, and yeah. she had to, yeah. the mask is probably still in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember when she yeah. brought that home. Um, oh my God, she, she just never complained. It, lo- it looked like a fencing mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta get a little closer when you do talk, though. All right, just let you know. But yeah, they knew uh, the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. She. Just never complained. No, she didn't. Dude, she and was, once again, I'm still. Maybe she wasn't able to go drive around. Uh, she did. She drove around. She did everything mm-hmm. that she would. Probably, like, here's Lori who went through her radiation and her chemo and stuff, and still was like, "What court is he at?" And right. still had dinner ready and made sure you guys were taken care of. Like, she didn't stop. Like, she didn't stop until she was in a bed at that point where right. she was completely bedridden. Right. That was um, January or December twenty sixth. 2012 yeah. and and it was and i don't want to like it was like it was just so it felt like the time when she was this is just me but it felt like the time when she was going through it it felt like we watched her fight it for years mm-hmm. but it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't it was it was, it was f- almost five years yeah five years yeah, yeah. yeah if you fought but him not five an years. immense amount of time but no she, and she had good times yeah i mean i won't ever say she. you didn't. would never like besides the fact where she went from long really i mean looking at both of you right. lori had a, like you guys are fucking clones of your mother yeah, but does like that ever creep you out yeah it does it, it does sometimes a little bit sometimes <laughs> you're like oh. so it does because but i think each one of you have distinct per, like your i think your mother had two <laughs> sides of personality and mm-hmm. i think each one of you took <laughs> a personality a, a side yeah. of it you're gonna stop at two <laughs> yeah. I'm just for the most. Just I'm yeah. saying, like we gir- divided them in the half. The girls' wide, like, you know yeah, what I mean? I like, like I, I think there was like the, the wild, inappropriate, funny Lori, like young Lori, mm-hmm. and then there was like the reserved, motherly hen. Oh like, my god, that is reserves so true. like <laughs> need to calm down, need right. to like get my grow up, pro- right. uh, grown up Lori, and you you had it with you, and <laughs> by the age of eleven, you're just like everything has to be in order, <laughs> you know? and then you're like. Whoa! But even Lori, when she when she when you guys met, she was younger and she had kids at a very at a younger age. So mm-hmm. she she took on that personality at a very, very right at a snap. Well, I had I had five children from my first marriage. Yeah. And she just 
They were hers. Pick up, yeah. yeah. Not one time did she ever treat kids no. differently. Her, the ones she had natural and the ones that she had, that yeah. I had, they, everybody was everybody equal. Was equal. Mm-hmm. There was no, we don't believe in this whole step. Yeah. It, my oldest brother's adopted. There was. And uh, I, so I was raised where it, you don't have to be blood to be family. Exactly. You don't, it, my best friends have been more my family than my family ever was. Yeah. I mean, now me and my father were the closest that a, a son and father could ever be. Um, when he died, that was the, and she knew that that was a big portion of me going, mm-hmm. that he was the world to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I still, till this day, when a new year rolls around, I say to her, Nikki, I'm like, I'm living in a, dear, a year that my dad didn't, and yeah. that bothers me. Yeah. When I have a birthday, he's not here. I, I, for 40 years, my dad told me happy birthday. Yeah. And f- now for 12, he has not. He was and a, that's, I, I only knew him for a very, very short period, but he was like, uh, he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. He's a really cool dude. He would do he, anything he was, for anybody. He was a, like, he was like the definition of manly man, but not to the point where he was like a peacocking manly man. Like right. you can have a legit conversation with oh, him. Yeah. You can physically talk to him. You can be yourself around him. He wasn't going to judge you. He was very, dare I say, liberal <laughs> when it came to listening to emotions. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like your typical, no, you're, you're right. it wasn't you're right. your typical sc- school county Irish dad where he's like, stop being a pussy and stop crying. He was like, you have something wrong? Let's talk about it. Well, now that, that's the I way met he him was with my friends. Yeah, but us or even up, your your daughters and right. Your, and, well, the girls, the girls, yeah, got everything. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He, he had four royalty. boys. He he idolized daughters, but yeah, and he never had any of his own. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, how, how did what the hell happened there? <laughs> I mean, for the most, you look at your 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 little family tree there. Like, you had one brother who had what a daughter son, another brother who had two sons, right? And then you popped out all girls. And then, and then Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. As I, look, as, I look, as I look at Brian, I'm joking. <laughs> no. And then I had Jordan and yeah, well, so two two boys Brian and then and then two girls. Yeah. To end it up and um, he was. You're I'd, a girl making machine for a absolutely. while there, like you. Well, you yeah. know, the boys just kind of sneak in every now and then. Every but once in a while. Like, yeah. You, you, Wild you, you go light, and then look what happens. You didn't yeah. knock the balls off them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! It's <laughs> <laughs> only gonna get worse. Just wait. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. She she uh, you know was going through that, and and once again, like I said, did, never missed a beat. And then uh, we we talked about it a little bit before the po- like. So we're sitting at the table now. We probably talked for another three hours before we right. even hit record because um, we can't let in on all the secrets. <laughs> um, it's but, crazy. Yeah, it, it's a it's a winding, winding road. And there's more to this story even. If you think this is insane, you didn't even hear the beginning part where Brian was a police officer and was struck by a vehicle and the story of losing his dad. Like, that's all on the pilot episode. So I don't want to spoil too much. I want to send right. you guys to that one. Um, but even before we get into that, I know we on the, on the live stream, I, I put a teaser out there. Of a story that I, I guess we have to we have to talk uh, yeah. uh, talk I about. I gave you aged Jack Daniels. It's aged Jack one Daniels. One shot is the equivalent <laughs> of three. It and is. I drank I drank the 
the the handle part of it. Like I right. took I took a lot. Oh, I think you drank a little bit more than the handle part. Yeah. You were down to the key cut in the bottle. What yeah. are we talking so. about? Uh, so in, in in the old house, there was in your laundry room. Yeah. There was a yeah. Uh, we know about the shelf. Like, a giant bottle of Jack Daniels. So it was New Year's Eve. I'll t- I'll, I'll tell the story from the beginning. So the New Year's Eve, we were gonna go to. We were, the plan was to go to your. Me and Heidi was to go to the, the house and spend New Year. But now New you have Year's to realize week. this is 2012. Yeah. Or, yeah, New Year's 2012. I have Heidi that. was just freshly 21. Right, and I have that bottle of Jack Daniels since 1987. Yes. Right. So we are walking from my parents' house in Monty City to your house on Manoy Street to celebrate New Year's. Okay. We left early because I was going to stop at a couple bars and have a bar crawl before we get because I didn't know oh, what yeah, the drinking situation was when we were going to get there because I didn't want to go in front of the kids and, and drink. I thought like by the time I get there, I can sober up and have a... I, I never drank in with you guys. Really. No, we had champagne there, and but I'm saying like in general, right. like hanging out at your house wasn't a drinking occasion. No, it no. was more or less like we hung out, we played cards. Right. It was it was it was very seldom a drinking. Yeah, I'm, it, well, I'm not a big drinker. Exactly, I, and I, I like was, to have a good time. But I was I was drinking, but not as open <laughs> as I was telling people. And Heidi was just freshly 21, and she wasn't a drinker to begin with, but she wanted to she wanted to dabble in the fruits and. Right. She didn't dabble very long. Heidi's not a drinker either. <laughs> well, you have to remember, like I said, I was a bouncer. Mm-hmm. And then when Heidi left, I was... Your Heidi, not my Heidi. My Right, yeah. my Heidi. Your when old she, Heidi. My old Heidi. Yeah, sorry. We right. don't want to blur lines when here. She, <laughs> when she left, I you have to realize I was 30 years old. Yeah. Um, and I had, I had gotten married early. I was only 19. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, so now here I am, thirty. My none of my friends are married. Um, I'm working at Alcoa, and I was a bouncer for years. So my rules of bouncing, and I think I could probably find a set of the manuals because I wrote them. Bouncers weren't allowed to drink coffee, cranberry juice, but there was no drinking. Mm-hmm. So now I'm still friends with some of the guys that I was a bouncer with, and we decide that. We're going to start hitting bars. Well, now I've got my freedom. So I was drinking heavy. Then I met Lori. And her first thing to me was, the drinking stops or I do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we uh, we come to the house. Well, first off, we stop at the first bar, um, and it's a private party, so we get kicked out right away. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the second bar on the list, which wasn't even on the list, but we're like, fuck it, let's go in there. I'm not going to say what bar it is, but if you're from Monty City, I'm sure you're going to figure out which one we're going we're to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we walk into the bar. I order Heidi a Long Island iced tea, which was probably not the best choice of drink for someone who's not a drinker. I ordered a, a beer and two shots. I do the two shots. I chug half the beer, and then I say, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I walk into the bathroom, and a gentleman follows me in. The gentleman says, I remember this now. <laughs> the gentleman <laughs> says to me, hey, bro, do you want to do some Coke? And I said, I'm good. I don't do that. And he says, well, now I don't know if you're a stench or not, so I need you to at least do a bump so I know you're not going to tell on me. What's a bump? <laughs> a bump is a, brum, a bump is a tiny bit of coke you just do just to it just to yeah show yeah. that you're not a snitch. No, well, no, well, it, just to get like a it'll top fluff eye. you up a little yeah. bit. But. Yeah, just to kind of keep you keep you lively, I guess. Um, and I, if you're I, feeling good from alcohol, it will waken you right up. 
Whatever. It'll actually sober you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I would know. I've you never done coke. You could start drinking again yeah. and not even know that you had drank before. But yeah. go ahead. Um, so I, I didn't see this gentleman. Um, but all I said to him while I was peeing in the urinal is, if you're not out of this bathroom by the time I put my dick away, we're going to have a problem. And he said, I guess we're going to have a problem. So I never really even put my thing away. I think I put it away <laughs> halfway, but I don't think I, I don't think I zipped. I definitely didn't zip. And I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> that, that, that is not sanitary. Well, well at that moment, washing sanitary. hands was not really a... So I, uh, let's say if I did wash my hands, I dried, him on, I dried them on his jacket because I turned around and this gentleman was standing there and he was wearing a big puffy coat, which made him look... To this day, I've never seen this gentleman ever before again in my life. Um, I may have. I don't remember. Once again, I'm kind of fucked up. And I hit him with my hands and grabbed his chest, and we went through the salon bathroom doors <laughs> into the stripper pole that's kind of in the middle. Not really a stripper pole, but it's called the stripper pole. And uh, I kind of fold him over the and, – and by the way, he was all jacket, no body. body. So like I, saw, like, I, I, went, I hit him harder than I needed to because I thought he was a bigger gentleman. And when I hit him, that all the air of the jacket went out, and then I hit him, and then all the air of him went out, so he was even tinier. <laughs> and I don't remember if I threw a knee or not, but I remember I I, I might have I threw I threw another shot just to kind of keep him down, and then I looked around the bar and I was like, I'm fucked, because it's that type of bar at that point in time and of the generation gap. It's not it's not as bad now, we'll say. Um, but it was one of those times where you wouldn't have done this in a normal circumstance in that bar at that point in time. Right. So I said. Check, please. You know what I mean? Like, so Heidi, Heidi sees this, pays for the, we actually paid right then and there for the drink. I said, drink it or lose it. She goes, well, I said, because we're leaving. We have to leave. And she, because she's seen kind of what happened. And I was like, drink or we're leaving. Just direct the dealer. Yeah. <laughs> so she chugs her Long Island iced tea. Heidi doesn't drink. She just drank a Long, Long Island iced tea. There's not one drop of iced tea in a Long Island iced tea. It's like. Straight out. It's seven different types of liquor that somehow tastes like iced tea after you make it. Oh. Yeah. Now you know. So when you get older. <laughs> the more you know. Um, yeah. The physics of alcohol. Yeah. So she chugs it. As soon as she walks out the bar, she is completely noodle-legged. She can't walk in her heels. So we're walking in the snow down the alley. We're literally in, or two alleys away from your house. Right. Now you really, people are going to know where you yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He also lived by the library, <laughs> if you really want to paint this picture. So we get about a block, a block and a half head start until people realize what happened. We made we made quick time. Um, we get about a block and a block and a half away, and then all I hear is, where are you going? Get back here. And I turn, and it was men and women following us. So they had they have enough for me, and they have enough for Heidi. And Heidi doesn't fight. <laughs> And she can't walk. So I am literally like picking Heidi up and we're like stumbling down the alley. I said, when we get to the corner, we got a book because they're now coming. So we get to the corner, we get in the house, and I literally remember looking through the door. I'm like, hi, everyone, click. And I'm peeking. <laughs> and we see the mob of people run by. And like, what happened? And I told the story. And uh, he goes, you know what you need in this situation? I said, what? He goes, you probably need another shot. And I was like, you're 100% correct. <laughs> so he pulls out this uh this 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 holy grail of Jack Daniels from the top shelf. Like he pulled it off and it went ah! <laughs> it still has a glow to it. Yeah. And we and he's like, "Now this has been aged now for at that time it was 
couple of teen teens in your yeah. And uh, I drank way more than I should have, and I don't remember the ball. I don't remember much of anything, but I do remember me and Heidi now walking home. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her telling me. No, we no wait a home. minute. Now you you have to go back to the part. Oh, how far. much you had? I drank a lot, but but it, not it, just that. Did I have more? You were drinking alcohol in between there. I don't remember any of that. I was drinking tequila because that's my drink of choice. I don't. Was I, was I doing tequila too? Two of them. What you did with me? <sighs> Fuck me. But I didn't puke though. Did, no, I did not puke. Did, you were actually inspirational that night. I mean, it was you had a certain demi-quoi about yourself. <laughs> I learned You're I had like a problem very. I had. A, I learned I had a problem probably then. Um, Heidi at this point is already upstairs puking. Heidi's very uncomfortable around people when she's not used to. Because it was one of the first times we, like, yeah, Heidi was really probably like the maybe the third or fourth like, time we had met her. Maybe even less. Probably yeah, like, might have been. Yeah. Um, so Heidi's first time ever upstairs throwing up, and I do remember her telling a story. I, ho- I wish she was here to tell it, but she went up to use the bathroom before she got sick, and you guys kept walking in the ba- one of you kept walking in the bathroom. Because that was the policy kind of in that house where there was like no Open closed door. door. No I remember, closed door I remember trying to use the bathroom once or twice and had to like pee and hold <laughs> the door. Because like, like little girls are coming in while I'm peeing and, and to there they're like, what's going on? Let's, this is the time we have conversation. Curiosity. <laughs> so Heidi is trying to pee and at, in retrospect, it might have been you. Uh, okay, wow. Sorry. <laughs> um, was, was coming in and I just remember Heidi was like, I was trying to pee and these little girls are there and I don't know the rules between peeing and around little kids. <laughs> yeah. So then she's puking and Heidi's upstairs pu- happens today. Yeah, Heidi's upstairs throwing up and I guess same one of you curiosity kids are going in there like and then I remember okay, one it was deaf me because I remember that. Yeah, and then she comes running down like she, the brown one's puking upstairs. Oh, you didn't say the brown one, but I just made that to be funnier. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like she's puking, and I'm just like ma ha ha. Like, but now I they all the door everybody has to understand. Crying. Heidi looks like Pocahontas, a dead spitting image. She was of Pocahontas. a princess. The Pocahontas. Heidi looks, looks Hispanic, oh, yeah, she but was. she's Asian. We'll just put it out. Like, and yeah. she. <laughs> The she girls like would princess. call her Pocahontas. So she was a princess. Time. She did. We've she, never seen something so pretty. Yeah, Pocahontas or Jasmine. That she got either one of yeah. those growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, um, yeah. She's way. She's way too attractive for me. She doesn't. She still hasn't realized it. Thank God. Um, it's been 13 years. I think she realized she's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> we have a mortgage payment now. There's no running away. Um, I can't say there's children binding us. We have a dog. We can't leave the dog. Um, there's no splitting up. You don't divorce when you have a kid. Do you have a dog? Um, no. So uh, she's puking. I'm downstairs. Keep drinking. Terrible in retrospect. She probably should have realized then I was a terrible choice for a companion because I didn't even go up and check on her. I <laughs> Lori was, did. Yeah, Lori did. And the girl, uh, you did 14 times. Um, <laughs> I was a child. Yeah. I don't remember most of it. <laughs> I was in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm down there like, whoa. Um, so, yeah. So we walk home. And uh, I just remember Heidi telling me. I said, oh, shit, I got to keep it together. The cops are coming. And she was, how do you know the cops are coming? I I said, I can hear by the engine. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. And the cop drove by. And she's like, how the fuck did he know that? (laughs) But, you know, you're drunk, and then you got to like, oh, shit. You got superpowers, don't you? Keep it together. Keep it together. Don't want to get a public public and drunkness or whatever the hell it's called. So, um, So we get back to the house, and I have to pee. On the side of the fridge. A bottle opener. Oh. Uh, a Corona's bottle opener? Yeah. There's no twist up. It's just how much I drink Corona's. Um, so we get to the bathroom. We get to the house. We get to my parents' house. And I'm I am gone. 
dest- I'm he was dest- gone when he left. Destroyed, and the, the w- cold walk home didn't help. No. Um, so I, in my eyes, Thank you. I'm doing amazing job peeing. Right, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a great job. I don't know what she said, but I don't know what she said. Oh, you're gonna chew on pretzel? Just do, listen. If you're gonna eat, just do this. Look at the mic. And then when you want to talk, just hit up on it. You won't know. Nobody will hear you crunching on chips. And I was so scared. <laughs> I was so. Um, I was so, so listen, we're, it's it's very loose here. Um, so I I guess when I was trying to pee, I was swaying a little bit. I had a sway to me, which then when you sway when you're peeing, I don't think, I think maybe two drops hit the toilet. <laughs> I was going. It was everywhere. So. She, and we're not, I mean, maybe a, a, a couple months or a year into dating at this point. Might have been. I don't know. Not at the point where someone should help you pee, I don't think, in a relationship. But I remember she, she grabbed my situation, we'll say, to help me <laughs> pee. And I just remember, my, I guess in my drunk brain, I was like, excuse me, I'm an adult. <laughs> I know how to use this. <laughs> And she's standing to my left, and I guess I wanted then to have a conversation with her <laughs> that you shouldn't have to do that. And when I did have this conversation, I'm still using the restroom. I'm still <laughs> peeing, and then turned to the left to have a conversation with her <laughs> while I'm still in flow. And she's now getting hosed, and she's like, "Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you?" So she just pushes me by my shoulders. Which I fall backwards <laughs> and bust through my parents' bathroom closet, and she is now angry because she just got peed on. And her. now he's finishing peeing in the closet. And I am peeing on myself. It's in the air. It's on me. <laughs> I'm soaked in my own pee, and I, I, I'm, I cannot get up. So I think I took a quick nap there. <laughs> 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 Heidi went in the room and changed and got situated because she was now covered in pee, um, and then uh, came back and got me. And then changed me and put me to bed, like the child I was. <laughs> I don't know. She she and may you she may have ha- known at that point she was a keeper. And, and we did, and that's <laughs> and that's why we are still together after this many years. So my 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 my, you my lesson time, my lesson to you. I don't know if it would work for you too, but maybe you. If you find a woman that you think you really love, drunk pee on her. If she sticks around, you know it's love. <laughs> Don't have to be drunk. Torture that woman. Does he have, have to be drunk to pee on for her? For 13 years. I still torture <laughs> that woman. I still mess with her at all costs. And how she is still with you is beyond me. And I, I say to Nick all the time, it, they have to be in total love because nobody else would tolerate that. Dude, I get bored and I'm just like, how can I fuck with her? But <laughs> that's. But she does the same to you though, too, a little bit. It's like I think she tries more psychological things. You hurt the girl by scaring her in the shower. <laughs> I did. I scared her one time in the shower to the point where she fell and she. Busted her elbow a little bit. Not like bad, but like she fell in the shower. But she got me one time in the shower too. She made me fall in the shower. She like peeked her head through and I was like washing my eyes. And I was like, ah! And I fell. <laughs> yeah. No, the one, the hurts in the shower is when we first moved to our new house and we had a Brita water filter and we didn't know our new fridge, if you put it in the very back, would freeze it. So I'm like, oh, I have this really cold pitcher of water. I'm going to dump it on her while she's in the shower. And I go up. I'm like, this is really fucking heavy. And I go to go up and over the shower. And as I dump this much, now you can't visibly see this, but a cup full of water comes out, and the rest is 
fucking ice. an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> and I crush her with this giant piece of ice. Yeah, she laughed it off, but she was probably not happy. But Again, no other woman would have laughed that Yeah, she'd be dead. One time she you was... would have been castrated she was very She was very sick, we'll say. She was up at in the bathroom... Not throwing up. All right, she was pooping a lot the one night. Her stomach was hurting. <laughs> yeah, she she had she had the poops, and uh, I thought it would be funny to draw us. Now she's she's blind. Story, yeah. She can't see without glasses, which I never let her wear her glasses, so she doesn't really see what I look like. Um, so I drew a spider on toilet paper on the toilet paper. So when she pulled the toilet paper, I drew on the I I pulled out the toilet paper. I drew the spider, and then I rolled it back up. So when she pulled the toilet paper, it looked like a spider came off it. Now you're talking about a girl who can't see, who is suffering from arachnophobia, arachnophobia and diarrhea, <laughs> and now she pulls the toilet paper, and there's a spider on it, and she she's like, "Is that what I think it is?" And yeah, that was not a good night. Um, yeah, so we we have fun, we have a good time. She, I, I think I did something to her today that was really funny, but I forget. Oh. My favorite thing is I scream, I just go, "Hi, day," and she goes, "What?" And I just don't answer. Okay. <laughs> now we play this game where she tries to guess what I think she wants, what she thinks I want. So she just brings it. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't have to go back down to get what I was really looking for. And she nailed it today. I left my Nintendo Switch downstairs. And I actually wanted a cup of water. But I was I was playing a game. So I go, I just did my direct, like, hey, Heidi. And she walked up. With the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> and I was like, "That was so close, but I wanted water." So was, you're getting it from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you would Not do the, the same thing to Amber, though. The girl would go out when you got to the house. She yeah. could have been blocks oh gosh, away. Amber would have been this. out with friends on the east end of town, and 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 you live in the west end. And I would call her and be like, "You need to come home right now. There's, a, there's an emergency now." I may have used cancer <laughs> to my advantage, but Lori was totally game for it. Um, and I'd be like, "You need to come home right now. It's serious." She's like, "Oh my god, Lori, cancer!" Runs home when I'm, and Lori's like, "He needs iced tea." <laughs> she's like, "I fucking hate you." Yeah, yeah just yeah. to fill his glass of ice. Yeah, tea. it takes. Wait, Amber like moved out, and we had to start doing that. I'm so glad he still doesn't pick it up, and now he's on alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't fill it. No up. more yeah. gears tea. I'm gonna be honest. You, you guys do a great job, but for some reason when amber pours the only person on planet that pours iced tea better than amber is heidi like, it just tastes different it is a different taste i haven't i haven't experienced an amber iced tea in a long time i don't think I that's that. our fault i, think I don't more think she would do it for problem. you now i mean she may you never know does anyone have her number call her up right now <laughs> i do no. like, do you think she'd come <laughs> call her somebody call her right it's now late. Get her on the phone. Yeah, she's she has kids. kids. Yeah. She has children. She has children. We need to yeah. be adults here. Fucking. <laughs> We're speaking Times have you. changed. Times, an adult. Times have changed. She can't leave two kids to come pour iced tea. But it would be amazing if she, if did. she did. It would be really fun if she did. I should just message her from a random number one night. And be you like, should. I need iced tea. I don't even have her number. I don't have anyone's numbers. Really. I will gladly give it to you. Yeah. Just message her like, hey, by the way. I need iced tea. I need this ad just send her the address. Like, What's this? I'm like, I need iced tea. <laughs> Google drop her. She'll know exactly. Google drop. What's the new thing you guys are talking about Air now? Airdrop. Airdropping. Airdrop. So that's an iPhone thing. You can't thing. do it unless yeah. you're like in proximity of a person. Yeah. How close proximity? Like, like, well, I was halfway across the cafeteria when this. So hundred. I mean, I think it's hundred feet, something like that. It's it's not. But your airdrop has to be far. turned on. Like, yeah, you have it's to something have an you have. So you just ha have to accept weirdness. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, airdrop is on it's coming in there's no stopping it oh no oh no, you can accept or deny it but on my phone for some reason it doesn't show the picture like 
like her phone. Like well, a preview. Well, you have yeah. that. You had the preview. You have the previews turned off for text And I'm message. like, I'm like. Oh, I turn previews off because on my phone because because when phones first came out, I didn't know that was a feature. Mm-hmm. And I've left my I've left my phone when I was at work. I left my phone on my desk and I was working, and everyone's crowded on my phone. <laughs> and pictures came in, and you didn't even need to unlock my phone to see them. I had the same incident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "How do I turn that off, gentlemen?" And by the way, that's yeah, like, good for me, right? The guy that seen the photo of mine that came in, well, not of mine, from my significant other. Have you met? Have you met in person since then? Yes. To that person. Yes. We just like high. But he he's like, like Brian. I swear to God, I didn't see nothing. But I'm gonna show you what you need to do so that that don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> then you obviously seen something. Yeah. <laughs> but he was playing nice. Oh yikes! So he knows Nikki's name and address. Oh yeah. And social security number. Not social security All number. Right. But Listen, definitely, start, but definitely her date of birth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to use my perverted. I don't get that joke, that. but okay. Birthday suit. No, I say like. Name and address is usually like the top half, and if they know like your social security number, but if they know, oh no, no, it's just name and address. If they know your your birth date, I think you're no, it was you're really and, in a realm. It was a name and address. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Name and address. Wow, never would have got that one. I, I just made it up as we went. That was just something I completely that winked. worked out yeah. though. That is- yeah. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. See how I I can make analogies like that. Mm. Yeah. All right. So let's get. So, um, Lori then uh, calls calls us up one day. Call obviously talk to you, and then right. talk to the family, and then I get the phone call like, "Hey, you need to come over." And it was the only time I didn't have to get picked up. Right. I I came. Uh, the tone was different, so I showed up, and uh, she she told us that uh, the 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 chemo, the radiation, it was done. Right. We're no longer going to do this anymore. Uh, there's nothing else I can do. Right. I'm just going to kind of ride this out. Right. And we all kind of just like okay. That was two days after Thanksgiving. Two days after, I see. I don't. I don't even. It all just blends together for me. Yeah. Yeah. How now? Just to kind of let the people know at home, you guys kind of did your ASLs when we started. How old were you at this point when your mother's going through this? Uh, when she first got diagnosed, I was four, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy then, shit! Yeah, and then because I don't remember anything before four, and then when she did pass away, I was nine. Mm-hmm. Nine. Yep. Yeah. Nine. That would make me. Well, five when she got diagnosed, and then you guys are a year ahead of each other. Eleven, yeah, 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 we're all eleven months apart. Technically, I don't even know my own mother's age, so don't take. Technically, by law, considered twins because they're within a twelve-month window. Really? Yes. But we don't look like it. So shut up. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was ten when she passed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seventeen now. Then her oldest was is Jordan. He was. He, he was, was a little old. Two years older. No, we're all eleven months apart. They're all eleven months apart. Holy fuck! They were busy. Man, they were busy. Didn't they did not have a TV in their bedroom. You didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't even let the stitches heal. <laughs> <laughs> her her Russell Love Muscle. <laughs> the Love Muscle was an effect. Can you imagine how many I'd have? Oh, you gotta turn this on. <laughs> huh? Can you imagine how many I'd have? I, if she said, I, I, I hope you heard that. You're very soft spoken for a dude. <laughs> 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 what are you working on? She is doing anatomy. Her, she's doing her online because she's going to be an RN shortly. So they're they're at home too, just like the the schools. Are you like talking to people right now, like a live chat? Oh no, that's during the day. So yeah, we can have some fun with that. She spends <laughs> she spends between eleven and thirteen hours in that chair a day. Oof. Honest to God, 
fuck that. I sit there about that long for doing to do edits. So tomorrow, my whole day tomorrow is going to be fucking editing and then sit down and do another podcast to edit again. So I'm gonna have a long. So you really said like not nah, quarantine? Never heard of her. Like that's really what you said. What do you mean? You're like podcast after podcast after podcast. No, most of them I I do all my He's podcasts over the phone. Yeah. So this is the only oh, one. This is the boring. one I have done. Um, but we're not infected. He's not infected. We're. We're at least not. we don't. And I'm drinking. I'm drinking alcohol. And and Nikki's an RN. She can attest. Alcohol helps. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> we're going for it. Yeah. Not we're gonna yet. use those credentials. Is that turned on? No, it's not turned on. Oh. Now oh. we're on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm um, not an RN. You cannot use those credentials yet. How did you turn yours off? You could hear hear yourself earlier. I think I I think it was turned on when she was it was turned off when she was eating chips and then I didn't realize she turned it back on and I turned it back off. Wow, welcome beers to the podcast. Happen. Yeah, beers yeah, happen. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. You, you would think I would know how to use my own equipment. <laughs> but you don't. No. Um, he needs a technical assistant. Are you applying? Oh, I'll apply. <laughs> you want to learn how to do video edits? What I don't have to do oh it anymore? Heck I yeah. She's good at doing videos. She does. I don't want to say. She has a, she has a broad a range of. Yeah, she, she'll show you her portfolio. <laughs> I, don't I wa- have a good portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say her oh portfolio. My. We're not going to even dwell into that. We'll give you the ones and zeros. Ew. No, thank you. It's a data thing. You don't know what binary is? Or binary? Yeah. how Helen and zeros is how coding's wrote for computers and stuff. I did binary code for an art piece. Everything you see is ones and zeros. Unless you're blind. Yeah, unless you're blind. Then, you then everything it. you hear Don't is one it. of zeros. <laughs> that is, that it's dots. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, now be nice. I'm being nice. That's a, that's a true statement. If you're if you're if you're blind, it is then it's dots. Oh I don't get it. Braille. Braille, Braille is dots. You should show Tony that picture that they have down at the school. Oh, yeah. I love making a fool of people. You have to realize <laughs> that they put up for the bathroom. No, it was, it's bathroom. Ele- no it was an oh, elevator. elevator. So, you know, the school don't want to expend all their money. Mm-hmm. God forbid we'd buy three signs instead of, or like, you know, one. You know, photocopy. But they photocopied it. Um, how are they going to feel the photocopy? Yeah, it was the legit parts a piece of paper. As well. It was legit a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> I have a video. Did they... At least pop, no. Pop, pop, <laughs> no. no. Nope. But they'll spend nope. money. They'll spend they money laminated it and TVs. hung that puppy up. <laughs> and Spartacus. <laughs> yes, they did. Love that. I went to feel it and all to see. I was like, oh my God. Hey, <laughs> let's remember you can fix dumb. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> I used to coach there. And I, just I was like, I can't wait for the blind people to find the elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're still looking you know, we used to, I had to use the elevator one time when I went to school there because I, I, I thought I broke my ankle and here I didn't. And that's kind of when I found I have a disorder. Um, are you a hypochondriac? No. No, no, I, I'm hyper-elasticity of the joints. So I thought I broke my... Where a normal person would have broken their ankle, I didn't. My ankle dislocated and then popped back in socket, but it swelled up to the size of it, if Being my ankle broken. would have been broken or if I would have tore ligaments, but Probably I would have been better if it broke. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I remember I had to use this, the, the elevator, and the one kid's like, yo, I'm going to go with you with the elevator ride. I'm like, I don't even know you. He's like, we're doing it. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I want to show you something. And I was like, okay. So we get in the elevator. And he goes, we're going up. And I said, obviously, because we're on the bottom floor. So we go up, and he stops it. What the fuck are you doing? And then he hit open doors. And there's a, the whole sectional wall. I should probably shouldn't tell you this. 
the whole like so when you go in the elevator and you hit stop and open, mm-hmm. there's like people write their names. Like, I'm gonna go write my name. I don't care anything do about that. this I'm quarantine. <laughs> I when we your left, I'm gonna do that. I'm but you need to have access to the elevator, don't I'll you? Have their access their elevator no, their elevators are not locked with a key. No, it's not. Like it used to be. It's not anymore. Not anymore. Because I had to use it. Because now I the monoway so any random are, scumbag. Yeah, I used to get, get on the elevator with this girl <laughs> named Avery. She broke her leg. She put a wrap on it, and I, she was like, "You want to get on the elevator?" I was like, "Yeah." We just. I did that for like months. Did you write your name in there? No, I. We had I key. just know about it. No, now like oh, what? Yeah. We had like a key. What? <laughs> what is it? I had a key at Shenandoah Valley. Yeah, you had to get a key. Yeah, Monoway has a key. They gave me a key. Does Monterey have an elevator? Yeah, they do. By the elementary. Like oh, I thought the entire school was one floor. You have to realize you, that's new. You weren't in the Possibly. elementary part because I was. Were you? I went to elementary school. Yeah, in area. it's, it's yeah, like towards like when you're walking towards. It's not like, new. It's an old elevator. From, like, dude. The middle school. It's been there. Cafeteria to the too. elementary cafeteria no, no, to the high school. Floor. There's yeah. a hallway there. Where is going through like the entire school? Oh, there is an elevator By the lunch lady. There's not much use for it. You know I think I mean? it was like, most. I think it was mostly put in for the so that like if if the lunch had to bring food to another rooms, right. it's over by the lunch. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that elevator. It's by all of the never couch. wrote it ever. I did. I, I don't think they let the students schools. use that. No, mm-hmm. no, they it's did. One floor. Yeah, to go like, where? Yeah, when, like what if a kid was in a when wheelchair? Jared, when Jared's <laughs> it's one area. You fucking figure when, it out. Who when Jared Spalti broke his oh, yeah. leg okay. behind our house, he used the elevator. Oh, he snapped that ankle. Yeah, Ooh. I know. The, I know the intermediate school, the old intermediate school, did not no, have an elevator. No, neither did ours up here. Yeah, when it was you know Lincoln. Then how would kids who broke the, their foot or they, were in wheelchairs? It, it took them. It took the them steps. years to put a like a like a like a chair a chair lift. Um, in for the they they built a ramp at the old elementary school. They the intermediate school they built a ramp so you can go up a ramp to get to the front door. Then they had a chair lift that would get you up to the the main level, and then from there they're just like. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah, like all your classes are in the gym. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like you're just not. We, they didn't. They didn't do anything else after that. Well, that was. Those were all pre-built prior. Oh to my god, that school was a bomb shelter. Act. I think that. I think that school oh, was it has a bomb shelter, shelter in the but basement. But that basement is legit. It a bomb still shelter. does, and it's still active. Wait, the what old school are we talking about? The, the one with like you a never steps. went to that, honey. That was oh, long that, gone. Yeah, I, was I always last, wanted to go in there. I was the last class that was in there. Percy always would tell me about those stories. Those steps in the front were a death trap. I watched a kid go down there on a binder. This one kid fucking took another kid, grabbed his binder and threw it and threw it down the stairs, and he threw it. And another kid was just minding his business walking <laughs> the stairs, and it caught his foot. And he rolled that shit down like a surfboard. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. You have to picture it. And this wasn't the wooden ones. This was the concrete ones. Yeah. Do they have wooden ones? They built a set of wooden ones next, next to the concrete, to the concrete ones. ones. When the concrete ones started to fail, yeah. and the wooden ones were even scarier because, because if it rained, they were like fuck. It was like a slip and slide. It was like a mirror that <laughs> was wet that. that you had to walk on. Yeah, and there was like, I still know people who who use those steps. Like we used to use those steps as exercise. Mm-hmm. If you played middle school basketball, you had to run those steps. I remember. And there was two like sides. There was one side up and one side, side down. down. Yeah. Walking over that way for baseball. I would never run that. I'd be like, I can't run. You had no choice. That was what you had to do for yeah. a drill. We we might have been. Uh, there's a reason why Monterey was the top ranked basketball team for a long. Because they had long amazing time. legs, they, yeah. and their and their stamina was built up. Their cardio because of those steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. This is sucked. There used to be a way that you can go up the mountains on the on the side of the school and go up that way, mm-hmm. and we used to do that all the time. Where the smokers used to hang out, mm-hmm. man, we're really deep in this podcast, and I feel like we haven't accomplished anything. 
It's all right. What would you accomplish in a podcast? We're doing as much as we can. I know. We're just we're talking. I, I usually have a structure, but it's way out the window. What is your structure? We have never Explain had structure it. when you and I spoke. We jump around on subjects like you. You initially wanted this podcast to be like we have a debate on a social standards, and I, I think, I think that Please was just don't too, do that. Yeah, we. Let's Why do you? We'll save that, that for another time. Yeah. yeah. We'll you guys make me like nervous when you just like get into that stuff. Why we don't really hate each anxiety. other? It gets like really it gets heated. Real. It does like, get heated. I have strong he gets heated, heated and I, I laugh. Get, <laughs> I know. I get strong like, opinion. Why? Why is that? Why is that your opinion? And Dad's like, because that's the fact. It's not an opinion. It's okay. I had an and opinion like, about something. I educate myself. I had an opinion, and Dad told me I was a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I get to the point where he he tells his his side, and I listen to it, and then he keeps telling me, and I listen to it, and then he and then I'm just I give up, and I get bored, and then I laugh, and then I just egg him on. <laughs> <laughs> me knowing Dad's boiling point, I'm like, uh huh. Oh, you should listen uh-huh. to her, dude. She really does egg him on too. Oh, she's like, bad. is that really? She really, true? she learned from the best. She is. It's. it's. <laughs> They're too much alike, though. I'm going into. I'm going really? into law yeah. for yeah. a reason, you know. It's She'll debate him until she dies. I know there was a point there where you were like team, team everything he thought too. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Listen, I remember yeah, four yeah. years ago. It's, it's, it's coming up on it, right? Yeah. The end of the four years. The, when that four, you were there with your little four hat. Years. You were there with your hat, and you were there in front of that TV, and you were like, "Go DT." Oh yeah, Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Donald well, she's Trump. still a Donald Trump supporter. I fell asleep yeah. during that election, actually. <laughs> Not even a lie. He's gonna win again. Yes, oh yeah, yeah he's absolutely. gonna. Because he has no competition. Well, he didn't yeah. even when Bernie was in there. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I love mm-hmm. Bernie as a person. And I'm not. Bernie I'm not signing I'm not. Bernie. He did what he did. Bernie's he, first campa- campaign, I think he would have been more of a competition than Hillary. Well, wait, who are you? You have to realize something now. Neither. I don't like. You have to realize now something now because I don't think. We're we, not going to make. I don't this, think we need a president to make our country function. Yeah. We're not going to be. We're not we going to be in this. No. We're not going to start a political debate. But no, you have to realize something with Bernie, and it. It wasn't until he ran this second time that I'm sitting here now. You realize I have a lot of time, so I'm reading. Yeah. I'm I'm looking up stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I fact check people. I'm an asshole like that, and yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind being that guy. You fact check Trump a lot. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, there it, it is. there it is. There it is. Well, no, we're not gonna have a pl- we're not gonna have a political. Sweet, debate, said it. But, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's where I throw the gas on the fire. But uh, well, no, I don't. I have no. I have no. I I've never sat here and said that Trump was perfect. But let's. How, how let's, much is left on that that you're gonna light it up? Just let it go, bro. Let it be. Let it die. I'm <laughs> like a ciggy bum. I've never. <laughs> I've never sat here and you know said what that. Ciggy bum is like the people who walk around and pick them up <laughs> off the ground. Oh my gosh. I've that never I sat here and do. said that Trump was perfect, but I I I just legitimize things. But I'm talking about Bernie now. I don't yeah. want to get into a political. Well, here's you want to hear a compliment? I'm gonna give I'm gonna Bernie. give a Trump Go compliment ahead. real quick. I'm gonna give a Trump compliment, and th- and I'm not anti-Trump, but I I honestly think this is one thing that I think Trump cast campaign for for a while, even though he didn't meet. No. She she had a chill for that's all that's all confident. You know what I mean, give me that smoke. One of the things he, he, he said on his campaign is that we need to rely more on our own country when it comes to right. making making supplies, supplies and making and, things and, and making products and, and, and products and right. and, and, and I, if anything that this quarantine has taught us as a country is we rely too heavily on, on foreign countries right. to for, to make us our own shit. Right. Our imported goods are Co- are now seventy two percent of our work. Now on the same token. His biggest problem is is the same thing as well because if you look at his clothing line at all, most of it's made in China or not China. No, some of it was made in China. It was made in his Mexico. Ties, his Me- ties were made in Mexico, China. Yeah, I think there was some in Japan, Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Corporate greed is just is disgusting, and this 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 virus has shown. And I have I have no 
ill intent about that. Like when they, mm-hmm. when they, when when somebody brings that up as their as a point, yeah. and I say to them, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he wasn't a politician at the time, and he, as a businessman, was smart. He was going to go where yeah. it was cheapest and going to make him the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for a company that we used to make our own pig, our own ingot, and then it was we realized that we're making it here for ninety four cents a pound, making it here for not, but yet we have to turn around and sell it at a profit. When we could make the same thing in Australia for fourteen cents, because mm. that's the only place you can get the dirt that makes aluminum. Yeah. So, you know, I I understand from an economic point of view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do believe that now, like, I mean, there's knockoffs to his stuff, like the magma hat. He the ones that he bought for his rallies and made and paid for. They were made in the USA. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's running for president. He's gonna do that. He's gonna say, "Well, look at my products, American made." He he's not dumb. Yeah. Well, then you see some of them that people come up, well, look at, they'll post a picture. It's made in China. Yeah, well, that's a knockoff, dude. Where did you get it at? Well, I bought it online. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're actually, just because they say that they're representing Trump, that he's getting that money? Yeah, not, not all Confederate flags no. are made down south. Right. <laughs> so, oh, so my God. I mean, let's, I ordered mine and it still never showed up. But anyway. <laughs> Which blow, blows my fucking mind. You you never even visited the South on vacation. <laughs> I've been to every state except for Alaska and Hawaii. And you're just like, man, I love that Confederate flag. Well, I love it because of its history and its meaning. He does have it tattooed on his back. I do have a tattoo of a Confederate flag on my back. I've had it oh there since God, I'm 19 years that. old. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I have it there since I'm 19 years old. It's getting covered up. By but, what? Uh, oh. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... It, what are you I, I don't want to get into like that kind of bit. But back to Bernie. I don't want to change the subject. My my headset is under my chair and it was choking me out. Back back I'm, to Bernie. I'm, I'm good to go. The problem that I've seen now now that I'm looking at stuff and you can actually start seeing. Yeah. And I I I got downloads to show her and this and that. You mm-hmm. know, his first campaign, I thought, okay, here's a guy that's running for president. And this is before Trump was even in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that time you had, what, Hillary Rodham Clinton. We didn't have a Joe Biden then. We had, who else was on that ticket? I don't even remember. It was it was Hillary. It was Bernie. But, I mean, they were the two front runners. Yeah. For the majority I, I of I can't it. remember who the other one was. And, I mean. Ted Cruz? Was it Ted, Ted Cruz? Well, Ted Cruz was on Trump's side. I'm talking about on the Democratic side. Oh, yeah, side. yeah, yeah. Ted... I can't remember who else was over there. But, irregardless. You, so, you have Hillary. You have Bernie. They were the two front runners. And Hillary wanted it that bad she could taste it. I mean, she was going tooth and nail for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know. So then when he, you've seen his numbers climbing back in 2016, 15, you know, you've seen his numbers climbing. Because he was getting the young vote. Right. And, it, mm-hmm. and he was. He literally was. The young, and, well, the young, the black, and the Hispanic vote. That's that's who was carrying him. That mm-hmm. that was his constituents. And, you know, she was not appealing to any of those. Mm. I mean, just the stuff she was saying. and. You know, she didn't know she was being recorded sometimes, just like Trump didn't when sometimes yeah, she some was of a, the things. She was he, a flip flopper. Right. She that, she she would say whatever fit the scenario. Bernie's that, been saying the same thing for forty years. Yeah. But the problem is, and here was the here's the thing that I realized after this election. Like Bernie was Bernie is probably is gonna be the one of the last politicians who didn't win who if you go back and look at him throughout history, like he was at black rallies. That's he was saying, he yeah. he was where he he wasn't just talk. He would. He would. He literally stood up for what he believed in. Right. Where most politicians, like Hillary, was like, "Oh, Hillary, you're for gay rights." She was 100. percent But, but two, yet, but in, two years year ago, ago, she, she wasn't, wasn't. exactly. Right. Right. Where Bernie stood by his beliefs. You know right. what I mean? I mean, 
my, I'll do that. I, yeah, I mean, my, my biggest problem with Bernie now, and not because I'm a Trump supporter mm-hmm. or a Trumpanite or whatever the hell you want to call me. A Remember, Trump-ster. we weren't going to do this, but no, this is this no, is I'm healthy. just saying, this, well, is no, this isn't a political debate. No, this no, is just me giving you an opinion on something. If you look at the 16 mm-hmm. and what happened to him, I said to her at that time, they screwed that man. Yeah, they, the Democratic Party, the Democratic flawed, Party screwed him. Fraud, they, flawed, they, they, it was fraud. Right. They switched votes from him to her mm-hmm. to carry her through. Mm-hmm. And, and that was that was proven in a WikiLeak. Right. Yeah. And um, then you watch Hacker, it this Hacker's time. Hackers pretty much proved so it. So now you watch it this time and you see what's happening. Now, mind you, in the midst of all this, we end up having this right before election time. We have this pandemic that comes out. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Lo and behold, Bernie drops out as his numbers are increasing. And I said to her, this makes no sense. Well, then you go back and you research what he did in 2016. And you research what he did now. Both times, he walked away with over $15 million. He was never going to be Pontus. He didn't want to be Pontus. He's doing it for the cash flow. Possible. I mean... If you look at his, but this is why I don't trust any politician. Because if you look at you're not his, gonna, you're, yeah. you're not going to get me rich people to tell me that they're going to help me. And you are person. exactly where I'm at, and I don't trust any politician. Yeah, that's why America chose Trump. And I'm not saying that because he's not a politician. <laughs> well, he's a businessman. Uh, I'm out of full impractical jokers. Well, <laughs> no, I I think. Um, and I, I'm not going to say, and I'm not saying. I argue this. with guys all the time. I, yeah, I have a guy I'm I argue not, with on Facebook, and his whole point of it yeah. is. You know, he gave this tax break, and I didn't see it in my check. Well, I'm like, well, where are you working? Because I seen it in mine. Hmm. I physically seen the change in my check. So, and I know I'm not making much more than he is. Yeah. So, you, you know, you and he's a Democrat. So he's gonna sit there and say there was no change when yeah. there was an apparent change. I, I I'm not at, saying it was drastic. Yeah. We couldn't go out and buy a, the next model up car because no, of it. No, we're still. Poor but sleep, any more money in poor. your pocket is better than it in somebody else's. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just think uh, all politicians are out to make other p- rich people rich and poor people poor. I like, mean, can never he po- say he's not a politician now? No, because he's just held the highest seat in the land for the last three and a half years. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he definitely played to a demographic of people. Right. Well, he did. That was very hungry for now, a change. For for not a change, they just they were, um, let's say, not happy with a black president. <laughs> um, there was there, well, he, I mean, he played he played to a broad spectrum. He played to heavily to the Republican side, and he played very heavily to we'll just say the NASCAR gun toting. See, I don't. I'm not seeing that. I, I get your point. He did, but I'm not yeah. seeing that. I mean, you have to realize though, we it lived with the most racist president for eight years. Well, we'll be we'll, it, we came, it came down to a a Trump. It came down through a Democrat who was a black man to a de- Democrat who is now a woman who has been proven to. I mean, obviously the Benghazi tapes are are what they are. So it that, can't. That, I mean, that in itself is horrible. I don't care when about it. Any it, that, it I'll be listen, with you. that whole politi- that whole political Look campaign was a smear tactic. The not whole not even a smear tactic. It was a high school debate because every single time Hillary tried to talk politics, he would just be like, "Benghazi, Benghazi, jail. You'll be in jail, Benghazi." And she'd be he like, "Went to the key points that and, people wanted." And she would be like, "Well, how are you going to fix deficit?" Uh, I don't care. Deficit, China, you Benghazi emails, and everyone's like, he's talking a lot about those emails. <laughs> like, I mean, like he didn't even talk anything really on a political scale. It was just, it was just pretty much like it was like a. It See, was, I thought he did. 
I mean, maybe I, I just did, but it was at just, it more. But that's what the key points that just kept getting people going. Like I think you had to read between the lines. Political, political, the political, the political campaign has changed four years ago, and it's never going to go back the same no. again. Like it's it's gotten to the point where it's just vicious. Like. <laughs> You like if and you're, it's not supposed to be that way. If you're gonna run, but here's the thing, like I, mean, I didn't want to see Obama fail. I mean, I wasn't a fan of everything that he did. I don't want to see him fail. But yeah, I've never but seen here's the thing, like from the time fail. this man got in office, yeah. when it comes, they, they wanted him to fail just to comes, prove that the system wasn't broken. Yeah, but it comes down to, it comes down to, and it's not. And I and I had someone who was in local politics who I, seemed like a very good person. I don't follow politics, and I was very upfront when she came on. But she says I'll never win. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm in school county and I'm running as a Democrat. I won't win. Because when people go and vote nowadays, they don't vote. They vote based on what – it's kind of like voting for your favorite pro team. But then like, oh, well, my pro – like, all right, for example, like I'm trying to do like a sports analogy, but it's probably the worst way to do it, so I'm not going to do it. So like you want to vote po- local politicians. Maybe the Democratic side is probably a better choice for you in your county but because they're democrat and you are pro like say right now it's it's mm-hmm. it's not trump and hillary it's republican democrat and, and it's just like because you're trump you have to vote all republican because you need a republicans to be in your house you want to make it because when you know i don't vote that way right? when i but you don't but majority of our nation now does like the majority of our nation well, walks michael, into michael, a, i'm, I'm I mean, well i'm gonna was a democrat michael pake's a democrat voted, but, but i'm just yeah. saying like, but just, i'm just but saying mo- but not, but it's been proven even it, i'm saying it was from, i'm saying. gonna tell you this though this much That's from a senate and congress point of view i will never vote democrat yeah i not because i was raised republican yeah it's just that i now understand that party and I will never allow them yeah. again. But in I, my I, mind, but like I could never consciously just... walk in there as an American mm-hmm. and put one of them on the ballot. I yeah. just can't. That doesn't mean there aren't good Democrats. Yeah, I love Michael Pake, who's our district attorney. He's a Democrat. There are numerous Democrats that I do like, and those I would vote for. Mm-hmm. There are Republicans I do not like, and I won't throw them a vote if I don't think. That they're gonna do best for you yeah. and me and my kids, but I don't think all people. Well, no, no, they, they, they don't. They don't Absolutely look at. They don't. Not. They don't look at local politics. They don't. They vote based on the president. Exactly. And I don't think that's smart. It isn't smart. Yeah. Well, you, that, that a point we will 100 percent agree on because yeah. you have to look at the overall person. A lot of them don't. They just look at who they're registered to. Exactly. It doesn't matter what their talking points are. It doesn't matter what they can do in office. Yeah. All that matters to them is that. The flag that they fly under, exactly. And it, and it, it, whether whether you are a diehard Democrat or a diehard Republican, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to do what's best for this country, mm-hmm. what's yeah. best for the people in this country. Now, do I agree with everything that Trump says, or do I agree with everything that like I am no fan of Nancy Pelosi, never have been, not because she's a Democrat, just because of the person. I've listened to her talking points. You take Bernie Sanders. 40 years in politics, 40 years in politics, and has never done one thing for this country, ever. Not one policy or bill has ever been passed. I don't, I don't know anything about it, so I couldn't debate you um, on it. But now you you take, now Joe Biden. Because I don't follow politics. Now, I mean, like, they're, they're smearing Biden right now. I can tell you how many rushing yards this guy had two years ago, but I couldn't, I just don't care about politics. But, but the, you, you take Joe Biden right now. Uh-huh. I mean, we, the Democrats are not going to be voting for him. They're going to be voting for whoever he's picking as vice president. 
That man is not staying in office for four years. You can already see the Alzheimer's. I don't know about he that. He can't remember his wife. He just did a, what is it, on Easter Sunday? Easter Sunday, he just. Did I like. A, I like how he walks into place, and the guy's like, "You're you're full of fucking you're full of fucking shit, son." <laughs> it's just like you're on camera, man. <laughs> Slow down. But he. Well, no, wait, now you got to realize a lot of stuff Dude, came up. That's how I know politicians have changed because you would never had a politician say, "You're full of shit, son." No. Like, like, yeah, no, tr- oh my Trump, god, they're, Trump they're baby the kissers. They're Trump's, baby. They're baby kissers. There, there's and no more baby kissers. Shakers, but there's I'm just no. saying, they're baby kissers and shakers. Now all of a sudden, we attack our the people we're trying to get to vote for us. Why don't we do start doing that? Yeah. But I'll fuck your wife. Bro, but but, <laughs> but, wait, wait. but wait a minute, no, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. Well, one's one's molesting kids and one's grabbing women by the pussy. It's like, well, right. I mean, but uh, I'll go for the, I don't know which one I'll go for. I mean, I don't want kids to get molested, I guess. But, uh, oh, I, guess. I don't want I don't want women being grabbed yeah, that way. Either. I don't want I women guess. being grabbed. That. I never I. agreed with that. Yeah, I I mean, he was recorded without his talk. knowledge, but. Irregardless. But that's the problem is some people... And he wasn't a celebrity or he wasn't a politician at that time. He wasn't running for president. He didn't even think he was running for president at that time. Yeah. But I am going to say that. And, I, and I'm, that's not me making excuses for him. He needs to own up to that himself. He yeah. needs to say what he said and what he did and how he did it and why. There's nothing to justify it. No. I can't... Ju- I won't... If I said it, it's not justifiable and I'm not a politician. But... What? The bottom of my cup? Yeah. The problem is it was Easter Sunday. Right. So now you have this... They decided he's he's been doing his interviews from in front of this bookcase, whatever you know. Don't even know if the man can, has ever read any of them, but I'm assuming they are. They're in his home. <laughs> he doesn't read books. I'm, somebody reads them to him. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Moment, I'm not saying. I'm not, I don't think. It, how the, many books do you think Trump? L- I'm not talking about see. Trump. I'm talking about Biden. Oh, I, 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 I yeah. Me too. But what I'm saying is, the man does an interview. Mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday and for those of you that haven't seen it you need to go look it up on YouTube because it's amazing um, well eventually we'll, we'll, what are we talking about we'll, we're talking about Biden but we'll bring it back in in a second just let but uh, he uh, they ask him about you know how his rallies are going because he's doing these taped rallies at from home you know talking to his people that he's going to vote you know he's getting I, I think they said on the one day he had like 117 viewers on this feed that he was doing on Facebook and this and that. But 117? I'm, yeah. I was half that. I'm not even running for president. But uh, well, <laughs> the man's rallies never even equaled a thousand. But I'm just saying, I'm not. It's the same old story from eight years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it, they're they're used to this already. They they know what he's gonna say. Nothing has changed for him. He just keeps backpedaling on stuff. Trump's guilty of that himself. Oh yeah. But. What I'm trying to get at, they, they're, the interviewer's talking to him. Now, I understand he's a little confused now and things are going on. He doesn't remember who his wife is, you know, stuff like that. I get it. He doesn't remember what state he's in. He doesn't remember that he's running for president. He he's says like a rock star, that, man. He thought he, he says was that, running for Ukraine president. No, he, he thought he, yeah. So they, when they're talking to him, he's like, look, we got to get we got to get the Ukraine back. He's he like, goes, I need to be made the Ukraine president. We got to get Donald Trump out of here. And you think this guy's going to be okay for the next four years in office? He thought he was running for Senate. Then he thought he was running for Senate. That was a while back. That was a while back. I mean, they were they were talking to him, and he's like, "Look, it, I will be the next. I will be an amazing senator." (laughs) He's like, "Oh, they switched on me." I'm like, "So you have, yeah. (laughs) So you have to, yeah. You have Burgundy. You have the front of (laughs) says. You have to realize something. 
whoever he picks, and I mean, look at how far we, how late we are into. Who would you pick as your vice president if you were Biden? If I was Biden, who do you want me to be one hundred percent honest? Yeah. And if I wanted to win, if I wanted to win the seat, to be honest with you, Michelle Obama. Yeah, hundred percent. I go Michelle. Wait, why would you vote Michelle Obama? Uh, I'm not. He just said if I was Joe Biden. Yeah, I would hundred um, percent go Michelle. Could she run this country? Hell no. No, because she's is she capable of running healthy. this country? Hell no. She's trying to make us what? She's all, trying to make us all healthy. My po- like we used to make jokes. No, wait a wait, minute. She, wait, what are you talking about? Listen here. She's trying to make you healthy. 112 Did you? Pounds. Yeah, she was, do you no, know no, no, that? No, no. Do you know that she has the worst school reform lunches in Let history? Me, yes, right. Hear me out. Let's not let, let's my not lunches, get into that debate. Like my lunches when Michelle Obama was in pre- like was in like chair and like office and stuff with obama my lunches were like this big and then as soon as she was out my lunches like we times double. three times three and i was like <laughs> oh i'm eating good today <laughs> but pokemon anyway pokemon go came out at that time with it what pokemon go yeah we Fuck were all yeah. walking and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but uh i will say i will say this killing the no games. matter who runs yeah or who he picks as vice president that's who you're voting oh, for need people need to remember that my this man's not going to make it four years I feel sorry for him because he had... Well, he's not going to win. He had a vice presidential seat. No, his numbers. Nobody in the Gallup polls has ever been where he's at versus this, his opponent. He's not going to win. Well, I'm not even a Republican. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's hard to unseat. <laughs> it is really hard to unseat a seated president. Yeah. Now, since you were agreeing on that point, let's get off that side. I don't think I've ever seen a president not do eight years. Yeah, in my lifetime, George Bush Senior. Yeah, he only did four. All right, so when I say that, I think the first president I remember, like as a Bill Clinton, was Bill Clinton. Like so from Bill Clinton I remember on. Obama. Now, I mean, there, there's Obama. a subject we can discuss without getting in the whole pile of politics. I don't remember anything about Bill Clinton. I don't about just that he got his penis sucked. Like I got. <laughs> that he got his penis sucked. That's all I know about Monica Bill Lewinsky. Listen, most. I don't of my, think any of that was anybody's business. Most of my presidential, I mean. Do you know what they spun that as? All right, hold on. Sexual wait, wait, abuse. wait, wait a second. Wait a second. If I'm working for a company, right? Sexual harassment. And my boss is getting blown by his by one of my coworkers in his office. That should be my business Why? because, wait, like, no, because if I'm trying to get a promotion or I'm working my ass off as an employee. I think that should be something. But no, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I think no, we should talk about she, the 15th president. Th- no, you an see, she was an intern. There's, that's even worse. There's no, <laughs> wait a minute. There's no. There's nothing for her to gain out of that. All right. First, all right. Like, if I am at my, you have done that? if I am at my job and my <laughs> boss is getting blown in his office desk on company time, we should know about that. No. I agree. Let's the write a book report. We're writing a book report about. What no. if it was his wife blowing him? He's he was. On he was. Hours. Then yeah. Then that's fine. But he's he's no. at, he's on the. He's fine. He's at his wife. desk. He's at his, McDonald- yeah. Wait at McDonald's. If you're in the bathroom too long, they tell you to clock out. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to clock out. <laughs> at Cracker Barrel, there was. They had a manager leave because him and a girl were dating. Do, do you they think like, this no, is a new concept? Allowed? Because it happens constantly, not just in the presidency. I'm, that's why I said it's not a good thing. But it, it it's not going to change. I mean, it's getting worse. Listen, if I'm the president, and if I'm president, if you elect me a president this year as a write-in, Tony Blackwell. <laughs> I just, Are you running? I just added myself. I, I added myself. Yeah. Like, well, I am here. going to have sex with my wife on that desk. <laughs> <laughs> I would do the and that's okay on, 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 on America's time. And I will make a secretary watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will let the entire world but know. But my whole point that. is this. You heard it here first, people. Tony I, Blackwell, 2020. <laughs> I understand it. I understand your point Thanks. on where it you, should You can help your campaign. But it really, it, what know. they did to that man. Who? To Clinton. Because of what he did. I mean, I understand he came out and lied. But it was nobody's business. Wait, I feel like Trump just went into office. They were both consenting adults. Oh, I can't believe this Trump, Trump has a mail-order bride right now as our first lady who has porn on the internet. I love it. She is, she is not a mail-order bride, by the way. Listen, what is a mail-order bride? Google, Google, <laughs> Google <up>. Melania <laughs> Trump, and you can see her. You, you listen. She's she has girl. Before. She has girl on girl photos of her making out with another. She was girl. a model. She was a nude model. So. That's that awesome. You know what? Trump pulled a good one. <laughs> he did. <laughs> like, Listen, you, oh, you think he, he got, got, he got you to think, see you? You think he got her with his looks? <laughs> <laughs> he got to. He got to see. Do you think what? she really loves him? You ever watch like when a dude goes over and he brings home like a nice Russian girl or a Filipino nice girl? Do you think they really loved him? <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, talk about like but she stories like Ninety Day Fiance is the funniest thing yeah, I, in the I, entire world. <laughs> I, like like when, when she like, looks at him, you're like, "Boy, I really love him and his nice hair and spray tan." Like she's like, "Yo, maybe it was tr- it's I like love that." Dude. His last few interviews, apparently, he ain't got no spray tan right now. That's not rocking. He's not rocking <laughs> the spray tan no more, right? Is it? No, they can't do it right now. He's he's trying to show that you know. The we Simpsons predicted that he was going to be dead. Who? So. The Simpsons also predicted that he was going to be in office. So I mean, like, we can't. He has he has four more years. The Simpsons are they've never been wrong. <laughs> There's been a, you don't think that they're going to throw another candidate in there? You know, the DNC still has not appointed Joe Biden as their candidate. You don't think that they're not going to throw try? And Who would throw you put in there? We are super off from the Democratic Party. Oprah. No. I vote Oprah. Yeah, we can all get cars out of this. From the, she don't, <laughs> you get a car. She don't. She don't want to be president. I'll be honest with you. She doesn't. The Rock. No. 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 He's actually a Trumpster. No. Stuff. Why um, the Rock? Why are you voting celebrity? Because we can have double. We can have back to back WWE Hall of Famers as president. You know what? Who I vote for Trump to be in office? Taylor Russell, 2020. I'm going to tell you what's going to. I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. What are you eating? Mochi. Mochi. Yeah, there's no more. He just let ate me, the last one. Let me one, describe so. it to you, okay? It looks like a... It's rice cake. Lost me. It's like rice cake. Enjoy that. I have the God... Me just talking about this today. I think I have the God's honest feeling that within the next two weeks, you're going to see them throw Nancy Pelosi up there. If Nancy Marvel Pelosi... Law. That's the last person we want in office. This country will be done. What if... Honestly, oh, my God. Her tearing up the papers was the funniest thing. It was, it was also yeah, illegal. Was. It was also I mean, illegal. illegal. Uh, maybe what about that that Cortez chick? She seems to be a pretty hey. big right. She, I mean, the Democrats love her. AOC, yeah. she's done, buddy. After what this was time, that? her seat's up. She's like done than a box of rocks. I can sit there and do it. She is. She is. She's done after this term. Her seat's up. The girl that's running against her on a Democratic ticket is phenomenal. Yeah, and extremely intelligent. And it's not working out. So that's wrong. Um, All right, let's let me let me bounce this back real quick. So where are we going? With we're gonna be here to like five in the morning. No, we're not. We we're good. Go we're, I'm watching the time. We're doing all right. So I just want to I want to because I feel like because Nikki's mic'd up and stuff, and we we I don't want to dive too much you into like up. the the thing because we did talk about you I know thought. Lori passed away and stuff, um, and I, I know you guys said now for you guys were really young when it happened. Mm-hmm. What was uh, I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get Oprah real quick. Is it okay? Yeah. If this Oprah. is if this is too much, if this is too much, you can tell me to stop and we'll move on. For anybody, all right. Just family. give me the give me this because we're Peter on Russell. camera. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. If this if this comes up, this is a take I have. Like I'm like my brain just spazzes and goes. Mm-mm. <laughs> so right. I'll just realize. All right. So then for years you're gonna be like this. 
right. So, at a young age, losing losing a parent, mm-hmm. and, and then and then the what like what like I know you said you were like seven. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember much. When I was seven, but you're like, I'm also thirty. So seven. We were so how did we? Age of eight. Okay. Oh, we, sorry. Wait, when they mom were, passed away, I was ten. I was ten when eight, mom passed eight, away. Eight, nine, and ten. Eight, so. nine, and ten. What? Where? Where? Where were you guys when mentally? Mom passed away? Yeah. No, I was ten. Uh, do you guys rem- like have like, fit, like do you have any remembrance of just that? Just one. At all? Just one thing on that. Yeah. Like, they, she had them as prepared as they could be. Yeah. She, she never hid. Yeah. She had a full conversation with we them. She. She. Um. That's what I was trying to get to. She went and got books that brought it to their level. Oh really? If anybody, I did not, if oh, anybody yeah, ever has a garden. as a parent, any parent that either has a child with cancer or has cancer and has to explain it to a child, there's a book called Mommy's Garden. Yeah, that's... it is phenomenal. Really? It explains. I, see, it. I did not know about that book. Yes, yeah. it explains yeah. it at a child's level. So when when she first got diagnosed, you have to remember, we never told her what stage four was in the beginning mm-hmm. for the first week or two. Yeah, because I didn't know how to explain it to her. Called in mommy's garden. In mommy's garden. In Thank mommy's you. Garden. Thank you. Um, she went to the doctor then when she understood. When she knew, when we came home and they first told her that she was stage four, and she came home and then they told her to start calling out an oncologist and stuff like that. Well, if you remember, the first three turned her down. Mm-hmm. They told her she wasn't going to live eight to ten weeks. Yeah. So when we had the amazing doctor Harold Harvey picked her up. Angel of a man. Um, I remember. I remember getting. I remember when you, like, I don't. Even, I think she was in the ki- living room, and we were in the back because the way the, the house is set up at the time, the laundry room was like the game room. Right. Yeah. And I remember we were all we, me and you were back there, and you were like, we just got back from the doctor's. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, because you don't ever in your mind. You, you never think. That's yeah, the I, last thing you think. And, and to you, look at her, you would have never. And known. you were like, dude, she's stage four. And then I just remember being like. What does it go to? And he's like, five, like, uh, no, what, that's it. or four, four. yeah. Four yeah, yeah I mean, I was like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, he goes, spit on me. Sorry, welcome. That was to- disgusting. <laughs> um, thanks for putting that on microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting on kids. Um, <laughs> there goes his political <laughs> career. I just thought. Tony Blackwell, not Tony. Tony Blackwell spits on kids. But Will Bank. <laughs> during a yeah. national <laughs> pandemic, he leaves yeah. his quarantined house to go to someone else's house and then spits on a child. <laughs> Can't wait for that to come up in newspapers and news articles. Everybody was on board when I said I would bang my wife on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, That's you might get elected just for that one. Spitting on kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Okay, let him let him tell us. Yeah. Let him tell us. Um, I, I honestly oh and then you were you were talking about it and I was like oh shit like and it kind of like put it in perspective and then I was just like not that I didn't believe you but I was just like once like you were like yo this could be like a couple weeks this could be a month and then like a year and a half or two years went by and I was like what the fuck was he talking about like that just a testament to how her strong her willpower was you know what I mean like yeah. and I wasn't like I wasn't doubting you but it was just like you were being legit honest with me saying like this is the severity well of there's it. no there's no certainty to it yeah 100% as you find that out as you go yeah. along like, I do think I do think when it comes down to fighting something like that it it 100 I mean at the end of the day can, like cancer if, if depending on what you have it's going to win well right it, there's no until there's, they figure something out the 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 body's will may never always match the mind. Exactly. So I think I think if if anything has taught me 
when it comes to how strong a mind can be, it was from her. Right. I mean, like if if you're going through things like you're going through depression or like for me, I, I struggle with a lot of different things with, with depression and suicidal, suicidal ideology and stuff like, and that's something I struggled with since I'm a kid. And then I met her and I was like, she, she went five years with stage four cancer. Right. Suck it the fuck up buttercup. Like things right. are good. Like people have it worse than you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like she never did that though. No, and, but, and but that's the, the mentality I got from her. Right, but like, the funny thing out of her how, was... She was, what, 30... 32 when she 32. died. 32. 27 when she got diagnosed. 27 when she got diagnosed, 32. You you are now telling a 32-year... And I'm not trying to get, like, like upset anybody, but you're talking to a 32-year-old woman who has to tell three kids of under the age of 10 years old that I am no longer... Like, as a mother, you are leaving behind three kids under the age of 10 and a family. And, you know what I mean? Like, and someone who was a rock... In the family for as oh, long yeah. as she was, right? Like that was a, like a mental thing. Like that's not easy to cope with, like at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a testament to how hard she. Like she made sure that when she when it was her time and she said I wasn't I'm not fighting this anymore. She did it when everyone was mentally prepared for it. Right. But you can never really mentally prepare yourself. But as you much as you could possibly, uh, yes, be. for a child, uh, for, for really that, hard. Exactly. for the amount that she was comfortable with, yeah, exactly. I, I think, I think there was two parts to her because she didn't bullshit it either. No, there was, there was always two parts to her. There was the realist side, mm-hmm. and then there was the side where, yeah, realistically, this is gonna take me, but it's not gonna take me, other than on my terms. Yeah, she needed these kids to be old enough that they didn't forget her. Yeah. She understood that as one. Hundred percent. Number two, they needed her. Yep. the The hardest part, and and I'll be honest with you, the hardest part was her. I consider myself a strong guy. Yeah. I I, I was raised old school by an old school Catholic set of parents. Yep. Um, and you know us Irishmen, we are thick headed, stubborn, and it's got to be our way. Mm-hmm. If you want to swallow, call, get it over with, and, right, and, 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 and take care done. of it later on your right. own time. Right. Yeah. And you know we're we're always um, charge into the fire. We'll worry about the ashes later, mm-hmm. and, she, and and she grounded me when it came to this. Hundred percent, because that's Heidi for me as well. Because I I I didn't have a vast knowledge of cancer at that time. I had, for as much as I knew about medicine, having previously worked in a hospital, yeah. been EMT, all that stuff. I, you still don't know, you don't, you know. There's nothing to cover. There's, there's, there. You can get a blanket for it. it it's and that understand. stage too, where people say, "I never thought it would ever happen to me." Right. And it, it's, it, well, I mean, it sounds there very was no history and, and that cheesy. we had known of at that time in her family. But when you get told a 27 year old woman is diagnosed with stage four cancer, you're just like, "No way." You right. know what I mean? Like, it, that's not. And ever, again, that doesn't happen. You to having me. seen her, yeah. If you looked at her, this is a girl that was never sick. Mm-hmm. Very rarely got colds or the flu, any of those things. And if she did, she didn't tell you, right? Because. That just wasn't in her day's because agenda. She had, she had shit to get done. And um, to look at her, you would sit there and go, they've got to be wrong. And even even when I was sitting there, and now her mom, who was a nurse for 30 years, there, sitting there across from her with me. There has been people in our circle who didn't believe I for know. a long time. Oh, yeah. I'm aware. And one in particular, mm-hmm. may she never forget my face, but... We'll let it at that. I don't want to go down that road. You said she. I was making thinking more of a he. But I know where you were going. <laughs> going for a he and a she at this topic, I guess. Oh, maybe you don't know this story, so I will enlighten you in a little bit. Yeah, I don't know the she. But okay, you'll enjoy the this he one. That then. Faked. 
Huh? The he that faked. The he that thought he she was faking. I know, but then didn't he fake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um What? She She would go I just want to tell you something about the type of person she was, and you've heard this a million times. She would go to the doctor. Now you have to realize we weren't going once a week, once a month. We were going every day. Mm-hmm. Except for weekends. You would go very. You would make sure the kids went to school. Then you went to your appointments and then came home one, before the kids got home from school. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. it was Ashley and Amber that yeah. held that for. Well, mostly Amber at the end there, but because of other circumstances. But still, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I remember there was days where I would be hanging out with Amber with you guys, waiting for you guys to get mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'd go sometimes early and not get back till late. It depended mm-hmm. on the what treatment she was getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was on four main fighters of cancer chemotherapies. But Did we she... would get the worst report. We would go upstairs and sit. And well, let me let me start off this way instead of that way. We'd get a really great report. She'd get on that elevator. We'd go down. She'd go outside. We'd get in my truck. We'd drive back home. She'd come home. She'd be. Th- you could see her thinking the whole way home, never smiling, never s- sad faced. And it was. Uh, I'd say to her part way home, "What's rolling?" And she'd be like, "I'm just trying to figure out how I'm gonna explain this to the kids." Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, "You just tell them it was good." No, they need to know why it was good. There was not. She did. She she needed the details. Yeah. So then she'd go back, refer to that book on how do I word this, how do I explain it. And she would sit them down, all three of them, and it was good or bad. She, she. But the thing that inspired me most about her, and, I, and it, it resonates with me, and has ever since I seen it. We had this particular day up there, and I mean, she got the worst report. He had just given her probably some. I mean, we had gone from a couple months before to, you are pulling ahead of this, to now being told that it's not working and. Things it, are going, it doubled. Things are yes, things are going very astray. And they, she was facing this surgery. They were going to actually cut into her brain and put this omni reservoir in. And I mean, we're we're talking last ditch, ditch effort stuff. And this, and I, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the surgery a type of thing that like they can go and do the surgery and it could possibly even not make her the same person again? Like if they, Correct. if this is fucked she up, could she, have, she could she have, would, she would have lived had her the last days on a, on a ventilator or something. Right. You know what I mean? She could have not woken up. Yeah. Or when she did wake up, she may not have remembered any one of us mm-hmm. or it, it, anytime you go into yeah. your brain, it's, it's a, it's a mapped world that's unknown. Yeah. So it's really, how mapped is it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Cause everybody's different. Are you kept awake during brain surgery? But too? yes. Sometimes. Yeah, just for Determined. you're sedated, flexor, but you're respond, like, yeah, 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 you're just in that twilight state. Well, you can't feel pain and stuff. Too, yeah, well, yeah, they make sure that you can talk and repeat back the things that they said to you, and those. Uh, you, know, you probably don't remember that. it, but you are you're sedated to the point where you're you're not feeling anything. She didn't remember the surgery, but they did tell me she responded. She gave the yeah. words back that they had asked yep. her and or told her to remember. And but um, so we get this really bad report. Now at that time they had just moved the children's cancer ward right next door. Mm-hmm. They built a new building and the kids were in there. And on the elevator, as we're waiting to get on it, is a 10-year-old boy who is so burnt from the radiation, has no hair, no eyebrows. He has a pump going into his abdomen, out his groin. It, it's, it's, it is the sorriest thing 
and I don't want to say that to make, you know, I'm not, I want to make sure that I'm not making light of it. Yeah. I, it, it was terrible. Yes. And here I am a healthy person and I'm looking at this boy. Now I'm healthy and I'm looking at this boy like, oh my God. Then you got to start, you start questioning if you, if you believe in religion, like really, really, mm. what could this child have, have done? done to... But then I looked at my wife and I'm like, you know, she's 27 and I, and she just got basically terminal news. And I'm wondering if that's what she's processing. And I'm, you know, you start questioning, you start, you don't want to say those things because I never wanted to be the person that opened the can for her, mm -hmm. that Pandora's box where she just had a breakdown or well, it kind of, kind but of I was there just so you know, for her, if she needed to cry, if she needed to vent, if well, she needed to be mad at somebody, well, one of the things that she would do as well. And I mean, she would do it with us and she would do it with me in the, in the room as well. Even if like, say if you stepped out for a second to go do, do what you had to do, like when she would get home, she would, she was with the kids. She was upfront, honest. She, you know, told them what they needed to know. You guys got fed. You went to bed. Yeah. Ashley, Amber, everybody went upstairs. And then me, you, and her would sit down in the game room. And that's when she was, like, completely uncandid. And she would tell us, like, and then you would even say, like, this is exactly what we went through today. Right. I just remember sitting, and then, like, certain days where Berkey was there. And, like, it was, it was there was a very select few who was in the house at that point in time. Well, she only left small amounts of people exactly. into that circle. That when once the kids went to bed, it's when she stripped down. And she, be, she was like, this is exactly where we stand right. at this point in time. You know what I mean? Like... This, she, she like I and I think like it was amazing to watch. Yeah, she didn't she didn't do this journey alone. You know what I mean? No. And, and and we and we supported as much as we possibly could. Right. Uh, but we we weren't going through it like that's no. a, that's a fight we weren't even we no. couldn't even imagine being a part of. You know what I mean? Like I I but we get in the truck. We rode the elevator down, and this mother and the son get in. He's in a wheelchair, and Tony he looked exhausted he it was in, it was in, it was insane how she just would get home from a surgery of getting pure radiation into her skull and still would come home and and i and it's, it's not like and i'm not saying this like saying that you or anyone else wouldn't have cooked dinner that day but she's like no it, this is this is what i need to do because right her life moved on because she had kids she'd come home and start doing wash yeah she should have laid the hell down those she fucking never stopped she never stopped but you know only a couple people know about the truck ride home after the bad, bad report. Yeah. And I looked and I turned and I said to her, well, she said, I don't, what? I said, what the doctor said. And again, I told you I never wanted to be the Pandora box guy. Mm -hmm. She goes, why are we talking about that? I've got kids at home. Okay. Why well, are you getting a surgery? We'll talk about it. Well, when? Well, I don't know how you can ask me that, she said. I said, why? She said, did you see that 10-year-old boy in the elevator? I'm like, yeah. She goes, I ain't got no problem. I said, what do you mean you ain't got no problem? There's a little boy that's never experienced love, never owned a home, is never going to go graduate, never going to have a child. I ain't got no problem. She was the epitome of a half-glass bowl. And I was like, how do you look at it this way? And that's what inspired me. Yeah. From that moment on. So then we went and got the surgery. She decided to get the surgery. Didn't matter what I said. And you were there for the debates over the radiation. The yeah. second time around, she wasn't doing no it. No one had a say but her. Right. I, 
she would listen to me, but inevitably it was her body. Mm-hmm. It was her choice. It was her. If she was going to end it at any point, there was nothing I could have done to stop. Mm-hmm. And I, you could see that in her. That entire process was literally her. She was she was in control. <laughs> I mean, as much control she could, could be, be in her in her right. own chessboard. And she knew that I was a control freak mm-hmm. and a defiant and but and she would say to me i this you have no control over this mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with you she's there you're just on this journey either you can walk with me or you can stop mm-hmm. but i have to do this my way and you know literally you have to sit and think about that and, and you're like you know what she's right because if she ain't gonna fight it's no matter what they do it's not gonna work mm-hmm. So she decided to have the surgery. And I think we had told you she decided to have the surgery. And she made sure that she talked to everybody that she could prior to having the surgery because, God forbid, they told us the risks. And I remember going there with her and they put the Omni Reservoir in and we brought her home and they said, now we've come back in a week. And if this is successful... Now, this Omni Reservoir would have put chemotherapy right into her brain, right into her spinal cord. You have fluid that washes over the brain from the spinal cord. There's a constant exchange. It would have, so what they would have taken out in CCs, they put back in in chemotherapy, in the medicines. And this would have, because she went from 10 masses in her brain to 20 to 24. There was no room. And we get the Omni Reservoir put in. I bring her home. She's doing great. She's up walking around. You just had brain surgery. I, t- I remember coming home and I was just like, didn't you just fucking have surgery? And she's like, yeah. she's like hey, what's up? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, are you not human? Are you a superhero? She, I get home and she's like, well, you have a business to run. I'm fine. So I'm not going to let you alone, alone here. I'm not alone. The kids are here. If I, something happens, they'll call you. You're two doors down. Mm-hmm. Your number was plastered everywhere. So And, <laughs> you know, she, so we go back in the in week. Real, in retrospect, another quick one, too. Like, uh, during this process, a huge a huge G to the family when it came to this was definitely Amber. Amber yeah. Amber held her own in that situation. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she w- that's a teenage girl who didn't who not many people would take that responsibility on no. as a teenager that she she kicked ass. She, she really grew did. Up. She did. She grew up. She quick. kicked ass. She, yeah. she 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 took on something that she didn't that m- most girls her age wouldn't have had to take right. on. And I thought and she did a fantastic job doing it. I mean, she missed her sweet 16. Yeah. We tried making it up to her, but you can't go back in time. Do I have a picture of me at a bar, smoked, <laughs> sitting next to you with Heidi, and I'm just like this at the bar <laughs> during Amber's sweet 16. I have that same 16. picture. So. Yeah. But um, we go back the week. So now the only way to check the Omni Reservoir is to try and draw spinal fluid out, out of it through the brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what they wanted was between 30 and 40 cc's to come out. They got three, which means you can't put 30 to 40 cc's in. So they tried again. And they went and got the radiology technician. He came in himself, the doctor, the radiologist, and he tried. He said, we're going to have to do a scan of this. Everything that they built 
everything that they did. Her brain had swollen so much it crushed it all. So they took me out in the hall because, you know, for some reason they have to tell the husband or, you know, at least in my case, before they tell the wife. So there's, they come out, they call Dr. Harvey and he comes down and the nurse comes over and they're like, it didn't work. I'm like, what? I don't know what you mean. You know, like, tell me what you, the, the Omni Reservoir didn't work. We can't go in and repair it. It's this, that was it. I'm like, okay, so what do we do now? They're like, no, 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 that's it. We're going to admit her and keep her comfortable. I said, you think you're going to admit her? <laughs> and they're like, well, you know, she's going to need a large amount of sedative drugs. These tumors in her brain are going to grow rapidly. Now that there's no medicine, they're going to grow rapidly. I said, again, you think you're going to admit her? But now at that point, you get the wind taken out of your sail. Reality kicks in because they keep repeating about this, admitting her to make her comfortable. You don't realize that they're saying to make her comfortable to pass away. Yeah. And because, because realistically, like going through everything, I just remember like sitting down and she'd be like, hey, like I remember it's like just ballpark 10 tumors. And then she'd come back the next week and be like, we're at 20. Right. Now we're at 40. Now we're at 60. And I just remember like her, her demeanor even giving you that horrible news never like it was on her terms right you know what i mean like no matter what i think I, if if i were to state what i thought she was going through cuz she never relayed to me what actually she was i don't think she ever wanted to look that weak to me yeah as foolish as that sounds mm -hmm. but i think in her mind she had to be good with it herself then she would tell us mm -hmm. that's why the time she frame had to was process it herself right? she had to go through her situation and and it was it's incredible like you right. know what i mean like like i said i've seen people go down this road and, and and not coming back like i lost a lot of people to cancer and i've never seen another human being but when it. they took me in that room with her to tell her and that they were going to admit her which i knew walking wasn't in there, she pissed that they told you before they told her yeah she asked them how dare they mm -hmm. that's my husband not yours i should have like, been we should have been told together if I'm not mistaken, that's kind right. of what, yeah. And then um, I remember them saying to her, Dr. Harvey explaining to her, and uh, I'm expecting the tears to come. I'm expecting the, you know. And she looked at them and said, no, nah, not being admitted. That's my husband. My kids are at home. I'm out of here. She goes, nothing's working? Nope. Nothing you can do? Nope. Okay, we're good. We're done then. I'm no longer your patient, and it's time for me to go. I wasn't going to argue with her. They were only going to make her comfortable. They weren't going to save her life. And I said to her, how are you going to do this? She said, I'm going to do this whatever way it happens. Ride until the wheels fall off. <laughs> so I said, you are one of those people that are going to, you're not going in all fresh and shiny. You're going to, the wheels are falling off and it's worn out. You've broken it down. She said, I'm going to ride this out until this chassis no longer handles me anymore. So I took her home, and I said, now, this ride home is going to be different than the ride for the last four years and ten months. Because I need to know what you're going to tell these kids. I need to know what you're going to tell them. She said, I'm going to tell them exactly what they told me. 
I'm here, I'm home, and I'll be here as long as I physically can. But when that time comes, I'm going to go. Do you guys remember any of that conversation? You gotta get a little closer. I mean, like, some of it. I don't remember all of it. I don't remember, like, her telling us that, like... I remember her telling this was it. Like, there is no more chemo. There is no more radiation. That was it. Because I remember leading up to the surgery, she wanted us to do her hair for her. Yeah, like... Fix it so that she, they, no one could see her scar. Like, mm-hmm. so that her hair would fall. remember how bad she was yeah. cut. I mean. She always rocked bandanas. Yep. Yeah, she did. Yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, my gosh. I know how to still fold those bandanas. So Same. Day. She taught us how. And that was, like... Yeah, now, if I'm... If I'm ever like cleaning and I'm hot, I know how to fold a bandana that you're not gonna sweat that much. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I remember it, I guess. Like, but it's like something that not that I don't want to remember. Like, oh, well, you know, it's cut short, you know. Yeah. But it's like you don't want to remember that bad part, like, cause that yeah, was the bad part. I just remember like being what, told like, this yeah, is like, it. like, like, yeah, or like, but these are like the last moments. Mm-hmm. Like these, this is. This is your time, like, yeah. and yes, you're gonna remember like the good memories. I'm, and I'm not trying to bring this up, but like, I want to know that Alley Cat song, and <laughs> you better find it. <laughs> I don't, I said, I don't know what you mean by the Alley Cat song. Yeah, I just still, we, it's we a song, yeah. It was, it was a song, song that, that she listened to, and yeah, and it, all she can remember is there was, it was Alley Cats. There was Alley yeah. Cats, and we we looked everywhere. Nick mm-hmm. even looked. I mean, it, you want to talk about an inspirational woman. Yeah, we've sat here and we've gloated and toted about Lori, and I'm not, you know, I would never take there. anything away I mean, I'm from getting her. There. I'm just saying, no, that like, she. That's that's that we're getting there. I know. Um, so uh, obviously you're of age to remember like the funeral. Like the funeral, the, the, I remember the. I, I wasn't there for the funeral. I had to work the day right. of the funeral, mm-hmm. but I was there for the viewing. Really. Um, I, I handled the few like I just remember the viewing being better than I expected. I remember walking in and seeing Ashley for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber, you know, gave her the, all the love I possibly could because, like, once again, I thought Amber she held it down. You know, what I mean, she did her thing. I n- I've never seen Ashley cry, and I saw her cry for the first. Yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, at first when we got there, we were upset. We 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 got our emotions out. But I just, Ashley was there when Lori passed away. Yeah, and I she was 100 percent there. Yeah, and uh, I just remember like I don't I don't think I cr- I think I I shared I I got a little upset at the at the at the viewing when I went up to the ca- it took me a while to get to the casket and I think I wasn't gonna go to the casket. And I went up and I said I said something to you, but I wouldn't go near <coughs> the casket. I was just <coughs> weirded out. And if I'm not mistaken, I remember I think Lori's mom grabbed me and, and said she's you like, need to go up and say goodbye. Exactly. Right. I think she was the one who kind of pushed me, and I, I kind of got a little upset. And we we hugged and uh, came back, and then we just told stories the whole time. Right. Like I do. I, I, th- I do yeah. got to tell you, I remember like. That was a hard night for me. Yeah, I remember. Right. I saw. I but signed the book. It had to be book. an extremely yeah. hard night. I signed for the book, yeah. the goober. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I just remember, like, I just, and I think a lot of people were looking at us like we were being disrespectful or being mean. But I just remember, like, but if they knew Lori, yeah, I just remember me, Ashley, for the most part, me, and that was the first time I think I met Brittany and Gabby as well. And no, I, I've, I, 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 you'd seen him. I've before. hung out with him yeah, before. We, we've met yeah. Before that. yeah, we were. We actually we developed a lot closer because there was times where like. On social media, we would connect and stuff mm-hmm. and talk. Every now and then, I send you a message too here and there. Yeah, and so I was, I was already, I already had that connection with little Brian, but it was like the first time me, I think, Gabby and Brittany, were like they didn't really know who I was and like well, who the fuck right. is this kid? But I just remember like me, Ashley, and and Amber just like laughing 
and people were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" We, we were, just yeah. we were just telling like, and, I, and you got used to it. Yeah, too. They, yeah. we were all sitting by and the, we were like just, the doors. There. And, and instead of just telling like sad, we were just like we were. In, she didn't want that anyway. Yeah, and that's kind of what she told us as well. Like right. I remember her telling me like, if this is something that like don't dwell on the negativity, talk about like fun things we did and that's what we right. did and we used to fu- we had a, it it was like cope better too huh it helps you cope better and well, it does. Yeah. I, I mean everybody approaches and we me and you have talked about this because i just the saddest thing i've ever seen is somebody heartbroken over losing their grandmother and she mm. was her yeah nikki and she remembers the good things yeah it, it, it was a terrible day mm-hmm. and what a day because it was a christmas day but mm. you know what i mean everybody approaches it differently yeah and Lori was just unique in the fact that she didn't want hers to be somber. She didn't want it to be sad. I'm telling you this right now, if when I die, everyone you get a keg and everyone <laughs> has a fucking blast. We're sticking firecrackers in your asshole. Yeah. First <laughs> off, I, there won't be an open casket because I, I think that I, I burn me, throw me in the trash, burn me and throw me in the fucking sky. Like come out like LeBron James and throw me in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> trash first. Can I ask why? Cool. Yeah. I don't care. I'm dead. You can do whatever you want with my body. But you, can, uh, you can put me on fucking strings and, and dance me like fucking the sync. It's gonna be me video for all I care. Um, Backup dancers. Yeah, I don't care. Do what you got to do. But during this whole process, um, not only were you going through the grieving process, but, you know, that whole thing was going on, and, and you met you met Nikki here. Um, now, you have to realize, too, you, you're, you're jumping into a family of, a large family, a <laughs> grieving family, and... Run. <laughs> and uh, not only did you step up to the plate, but you, you grabbed that bat and you Babe Ruth that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... You came in and you were like. He's a bat, by the way. No, uh, re- I, I honestly like. I remember. I remember when I first when I first met you was here was literally in this living room and I was like, what the hell's going on? I, and you were somewhat part of the, like, I don't know exactly how you guys met. I don't know that whole process, but what, weren't you part you of like? You were over on Third Street, huh? You were over in Third Street at my house. That's when you met. Yeah, it wasn't on here. It wasn't here. It was on no. Third I Street. met you here, in the living room. Oh yeah, the first time he met you was here in the living room. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I met you here in the living room because, like, I, I don't know the whole story, but were you, weren't you like part of the the team or something like the the hospice or something? No, no, she was my mom's. That's what it was with your mom's mom. Loan. It was with your mom. Yes, I'm sorry. It was with your mom at the bank. That's how you met. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know the whole process. Um, yeah, but I remember it was. So. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Super, it was. It was right, Madison. I knew I, it. <laughs> I'm very quick with when it comes to. I don't remember, like, because it just bled, things yeah. bleed together. So I just remember, like, and it happened quick. Y- you were gone. Yeah, it was. It, it was. A, it was not a super, super quick process. I don't want to put it out there like that, but it was a quicker process because it like, was unexpected. Yeah, and I, this, I'm because I, I think one thing I think where we relate as as men, um, we may be different in opinions when it comes to certain things. Right. But when it comes to how our tough exterior shell that we put out. We do need to have a solid rock of a female by our side. I yeah, and I think I'm that's true. Those people, I am the same way. Yeah, like I didn't realize that about myself until I, I am hiding. perpetually lost when it comes to being solo. Exactly. Right. Like for how 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 much of a tough exterior shell you put out, that 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 does not diminish my want for her though. Exactly. Hundred percent. Not about a need. And I thing. think it's I think that that she filled that void when it came to that, and she she. Not proved herself, but like she. Oh no, she was. She did. There like, are she, things you don't know. Yeah. Um. You you want to talk about somebody that steps up to the plate? So we're not even together a long time. I mean, it it's not. I and was I was I was skeptical at first. I was like, what she, the fuck is this shit? She. 
she comes she comes prepared with a book yeah about about being (laughs) definitely wasn't the money (laughs) she comes with a book about being with somebody that just lost a loved one where the fuck are you guys finding these books at? Jesus Christmas. Kindle. Oh, there she, she Kindle. Everything. This wasn't yeah, everything. one book. This was numerous books. Yeah. There's three of them. And, whatever. you know, she had some reservations at first, which any normal human being would have. Yeah. Are these real books? Um, yeah. Plus, you've got to realize, I'm rocking, I am rocking a tattoo of the portrait of my wife on my chest. Yeah. And I have this long poem about my love for her and my cancer, her cancer, and well, you have your her book. eulogy card or whatever, isn't it? No, no, that's this a poem I wrote about. Well, isn't that the same poem that was on her? her no, I thought that no, was. That, she, believe it or not, Lori picked that out. What? That poem? Yeah, on her eulogy do. card. When that's I what I thought away. you. I wrote this poem. This oh, one. I thought that you had the same poem. But yeah, it was dating a widower and marrying a widower. They're actually on my Kindle. Oh shit! And so now, actually, I books. do approach this softly. Mm-hmm. But we both know that I'm old school. Yeah, there has to be some. It was done. I think. I think it was. Uh, I think from outside perspective, and maybe some of your, and I'm not speaking for people, but maybe some of your family and older kids, and maybe family didn't like the way it went down. But nope. as someone who was a part of oh, it, I've had that thrown in my face. Yeah, and I think as someone who's who was just as much a part of it, I may not be blood. I may not be a kid. I may not. But I, I, I would consider myself a part of this situation your as family. well. Yeah, you can say family. I at first I was gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. I I wasn't. I, I didn't judge it as hard as everyone else did, but I was I had my guard up and I just remember sitting down and talking and hanging out and I, I don't remember like our exact conversation, but I did I I think my humor, I always like kinda threw stuff out there to see how you would handle it. And I think I remember threw something out there like, So how do you feel about dating a widower with fucking fourteen kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think and I and I, I remember putting her through the ring and I and I just remember like leaving that night and feeling at ease and like I, I, the girl, like, ever, like the side conversations to that though were yeah. for me were heavy, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I never I mean, got to that heavy, like, and this I think this is the heaviest I think conversation we've ever had. I had where I let a lot out. I'm just gonna be honest, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm not doing it because it's a broad microphone now, but I, there's a lot I, you know, I mean, like, I had family come to me, and I had friends that knew me, that people had those in, conversations with me, and but, I, but that were in my circle and yeah. said to me, Brian, you're fucking up. They were pretty much saying, well, they'd be like, look it. You don't know this girl. You just buried your wife, and you are rocking a seven-digit bank account. Mm-hmm. You think that she's not here yeah. for that? And I said, you think she's here for my money. Why? Because she works at a bank. Do you think she's seen my account? Because my account's not even in her bank. None of my accounts are in her bank. And what, she's going to take all the property I own and the equipment that I own and the business that I own? Get Somebody else took that. Get the hell out of here. Inside sources. So I'm, I was like, I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. I have been my whole life. Mm-hmm. And th- there was never any of that. It, if anybody had questions, it wasn't me. It was Nikki. Yeah. I mean, she sat me down and she said, look, I've had people say that I look like your deceased wife. And I said, well, those people are either blind or stupid. First off, you're not a replacement for nobody. I will never love anybody like I love Lori. I don't see how people think you look like Lori. I will no offense. I will never love anybody like I love my dad. Yeah. 
No, I don't love same. any two people the same. Yeah, I love all my kids equally. I think that's a great way to put it. And I and I don't know if like people are probably listening to this and like how uncomfortable is this? For, like, but this is not a conversation that we've had before where you've been in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, are you and it, but me and her have. Just it, so you're aware, she 100%. we have. She's asked me. She just said, anybody coming into this. Yeah. And if you don't, if you think that it's cruel of her, or you think that it was wrong of her, then you don't know her. Mm-hmm. But for her to sit and honestly sit with me across from me, take my hands and say, am I a replacement? I would have asked the same question. Yeah, 100%. And if you wouldn't, then that's you, but that's fine. Yeah. She knew me enough at that point to say, look, I'm going to be honest with you here. Am I a replacement? Because, Tony, did I need anybody? No. Was I looking for anybody? No. I'm going to be honest with you. My mom was struggling. Mm Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of arguing with my brothers to let's pay mom's house off. Mm-hmm. I was willing to put up half if they split the other half. And not an argument where like you're user assholes, yeah. but I wanted to It was them. a discussion. It was a discussion. Yeah. And she did not know what I had at that point. She she didn't know about what I had until way later. Mm-hmm. And that was only because of an argument that I was going on over the phone that you actually found that out. Yeah, and then I got my bank surgery. statements out to show her to say, look, how could they move this much money here, there, and there? But anyway, that's none of that's the point. Yeah. Because to me, money doesn't buy happiness. I could give a rat's ass about yeah. it. But um, she came to the house, or I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead again. I came and picked my mom up. I was doing a demo at that time in Minersville. I came and I uh, picked my mom up because we had made an appointment up at the bank. I said to her I would go up and we would work this out with what she needed. My dad had passed away five years before that. Mm -hmm. And even when Lori was at her sickest, we would help my mom. Mm -hmm. Oil, bills, didn't matter. Your mom didn't drive either. No. So you'd have to like... We'd go to the store. Yeah, you would pick her you know, up and then take we'd her... We'd be on our Percy? way back from chemo oh, yeah. and stop and... Oh, yeah, yeah, because she was a package deal. My was mom and Percy. Yeah, yeah Percy. <laughs> Percy was then, her you know, maid. And, and she, <laughs> you know, my oldest brother, Jimmy's mentally retarded. Yeah. So, she, you know, my mom had a full plate. Yeah. And I needed to make sure that mom was okay. But, so Nick knew this. She could see that I had all the, not only did I have these kids, but I had this mentally handicapped brother. Mm -hmm. I had a mother that was not disabled, but was in need of assistance. Assistance. And so we go up there to the bank and I'm joking around with my mom. Now you have to realize I'm still mourning. I'm still, and in my mind, even though this much time has elapsed, I'm sitting there going, I'm never going to be happy like that again. There's never going to be a moment in my life these kids are going to grow up and I'm going to be alone. That's what you start thinking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Who wants a guy that's 40-something and has... At the time, all, like just coming, kids. Off, just coming off disability. Right. I'm fighting my way back mm-hmm. from disability. Yeah, you were fighting your way back. And because I refuse to be held down. Mm-hmm. And plus... I just watched an inspirational event happen. You lost your father and your mother and your wife. And so I'm like, 
in the bank. I'm with my mom. The person that my mom has the appointment with, thank God, was busy because, man, I do not want to date Lenny. But <laughs> archive. He wears a toupee. <laughs> but it, Lenny's a love, a sweetheart. But anyway, he ended up being busy. So I say, Mom, Nick will help. Nicole will help you. Or no, your your nameplate said Nikki. Nicole. Nicole. Nicole will help you. And she was like, she came over. And trust me, I'm a guy. I'm not blind. She's a tall drink of water. Completely. She's very tall. She's I would say like foot. more like chocolate milk, six but foot. hey, yeah. Water, yeah. So we go and we sit down and my mom's making her laugh a little bit. And I see that she has these pictures of a boy on her desk, you know, behind her and this stuff. A little mongoloid looking kid. <laughs> Justin Bieber looking kid, actually. And uh, Calm down. <laughs> we're talking back and forth a little bit. You know how I am with my mom, and I'm mm-hmm. grab, pinching my mom's cheeks and pulling them like six feet away from her face because yeah, yeah. my mom she, had elastic like the, cheeks. The droopy dog cheeks. And uh, <laughs> Nick needs her to sign something. <laughs> Nick, Nikki needed her to sign something, and my mom's searching through her purse for her glasses, and they're right here on her head and her hair, you mm-hmm. know. You have to live in that moment. You have to understand... You have to understand how that all transpires. Freaking me out. Point For anybody that didn't know or hasn't looked at that moment, I'm sitting at this desk. And I feel alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm hurt. And I'm dealing with my mom's problems. When I've got this world of bookcase of problems of my own, plus I'm running a business that I'm now trying to go back to because I just spent all this time And that's not complaining. I'm just stating. Yeah. And she made me smile. When you think that there is no more smiles left. So we could have been fucking this whole time. Pretty much. Wait, what? Hold on. All it took was a smile and a laugh. Jesus Christ, we would have been in an orgy. Tony could have been my new mommy. So then, bye, (laughs) bye. Listen, listen. Feel that your dad would have been a mommy. (laughs) 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 Through through. Weird chance, if through weird confused. chance, if you will, there'd have been a lot of love muscle in the house. Through chance, if you will, <laughs> there'd have been two wrestle love muscles in the house. <laughs> through t- whose name would have you taken, Dad? <laughs> through, <laughs> through, through chance, if you will, <laughs> she ends up knowing Lori. Yeah, not they weren't friends, yeah. but they were acquaintances, acquaintances in passing, which is ironic. Then. Lo and behold, she lives in the house that me and my first wife lived in. Jesus Christmas. Boom, there it was. And you didn't run the whole time. Thought about it. So I, she, we, we end up talking a little bit. And, uh, I, you know, I'm st- I've still got game. Yeah. I'm not dead. We should, ta- we should talk about the desk um, uh, situation. situation. That's what we should really talk yeah. about. The desk? <laughs> so she asked me to eat, well no wait we, I do a coffee run oh, for Jesus. her coffee I coffee do a coffee desk. run the next day are you running for president yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's called a callback see how good I am that's called a callback so then now I obviously you knew me at that time I had my business I only wore my business shirts my numbers plastered on my hoodies on I have my shirt. 14 hoodies still in right. my closet so, and probably some t-shirts, I'm sure. I have the crooked ones that you did. <laughs> <laughs> the the ones you, ones. Yeah, the ones he fucked up and they're crooked on the shirt. And he's like, take these. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, 
I'm not dumb. I'm getting this order from her, and I get orders from the other tellers. And she's like, and she won't give me her number. She will not give me her number. So now I'm the pursuer here. For anybody that thinks otherwise. She says, I'll text it to you. I know I've got her no, number. You called me. Point. You called my desk. You got to get in there. You called my, de you called my number at the right. desk. To get the rest wanted, of yeah, I said I wanted to comp like my You're like, I will, I will, I'll, I'll text it to you. This fake Italian over here had you, had you hooked. So she then I bring her the coffee and no, I, I own a construction company, demolition company, you know, all that good stuff. I was about to say an Italian. And she's like, point. you know how to put a I'll desk put together? Kinda... I'm like, do I know? Are you asking me if I, I know how to drill? Put I'm like, I'll drill, desk. I'll drill your desk. Yo, the, ew, that's disgusting. I don't even need the plans. Where's this desk at? Oh, fuck so IKEA. I'll fuck house. this desk up. I'm like, you don't need to give me directions <laughs> to that house. So I know right Are where it's at. Are you writing stories in your head with a desk? So I go, and put the <laughs> I go and put the desk together. First thing she says to me is, don't think that there's going to be a relationship here. Boom. She's there. There's a wall here. He's calling you Men out. Men are not in my agenda. Nobody's in my agenda. And I got a black heart. So what was I'm in your cold. agenda? You said that to him? Hmm? You really said that? No, not exact words, but... What was your agenda, though, that you couldn't she have time for men? She didn't have an agenda. No. An ag she, meaning she was not looking for anything from anybody. <laughs> so Just strong, a desk. She's a strong, independent black woman. Yeah. Strong, black independent... Heart, black heart woman. Yeah, black not death. black woman. She's <laughs> black white. I did think I was black, though, the first time she talked to me. Uh, yeah, because Dad described her to me and that Taylor. That would have been like, a shocker. I'm not going to lie. This is how Dad described her. What's she that? likes getting her nails done. She ha she does wear makeup. She does I'd love clothes. She well, my exact words were she was, was like, high maintenance. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This woman. And you, the way you she sounded. You want to hear a funny story? That Heidi, to this day, she was telling me the other day. She goes, you remember when the fucking girls told me? The one time me, Heidi, me and Heidi were over the house with the girls. And I remember, I think you, because you're like the weird fucking, you'll just say Yo, anything. Yeah, excuse me. She walked up to Heidi and goes, oh my God, you have, you have the makeup on your eyes. And Heidi goes, yeah. She goes, my daddy said I can't wear that. If I put eyeshadow on, I'll go blind. Actual <laughs> <laughs> facts. It was like, dad called it when we were younger. Like, dad called like, it. Heidi, you're going to go blind. <laughs> dad called it war paint when we were younger. Uh, Are you going I to fight a war? No. Oh, what? Let's. going to go blind. I I hated the idea of like when dad told me like he's like I found someone and I'm like I'm gonna bury you six feet <laughs> yeah they weren't happy I gave him I, I honestly I remember but I will tell you from the get-go I said to her if these kids don't accept you this will never work I do remember I don't exactly remember what I know it was definitely used to I don't remember if it was Amber or Ashley it might have been Ashley at this point in time in the history timeline where I remember the conversation. It was mostly, I think, between me. It might have been me and Ashley. And this is not throwing Ashley under the bus. I'm just trying to recollect this situation. It's all out now, with yeah. so you know. Um, yeah, everybody knows. I just remember we're all there, and it was kind of like, how dare, how dare this, and what the hell is this situation? There was a picture posted of me and Nikki with our... It was on a whiteboard. It was my hand and then her hand on top of mine, and it said... I, I just, I, mommy and me and yes all the it was like a pinterest up. thing though yeah, yeah. and I, I think i think i remember i was sat I was used to definitely in the room and it might have even been here if i'm not mistaken because it wasn't i i just it I, was in monoy i think was it still in monoy yeah, yeah it was, it was in monoy yeah. okay and i just remember i think i just told ashley and somebody else might have been there i won't drop the name um but i remember telling him too i was like it's none of your fucking business and they're like what do you mean i was like i know that's your dad like 
was gone is gone. Like, but this is now his decision to move on with his life. And because everybody expected us to just stop after mom. Yeah, I said, like, I said, I said, I said, like our lives weren't over. Exactly. Like, I said, we and still I said, had a life your, to live. His life, your life isn't over, and neither is his. And I said, if if someone is making him happy, then why why the fuck are, is everyone trying to stop this? Like stand in the way of it. Like, I feel that, like, who does that? Like a lot of the time, like the one thing I really learned from my mom: if I lay down, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna go to sleep. Mm-hmm. If I continue, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue it's you're not gonna stop me i'm like a fire i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going yeah like this will if i'm going there's nobody getting in the way yeah and that's like one thing i learned from my mom so like if people had a problem with it like they could have addressed it but like what there was no point stop talking to us there was no point in addressing it they were like mad for no reason like it wasn't that 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 was they weren't there to like yeah my mom treated them like that was their children if there if there if if there is an afterlife or if there's a spiritual thing and if your mom wasn't cool with it we would fucking know about it (laughs) 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 that's how i look at it we would fucking know about getting your lungs snatched out of them exactly she's she's laughing she's like uh-huh. <laughs> no. Good luck, Nikki. It's all yours now. What, what a like, lot of people don't know, Tony, is from December 26th when Lori hit that bed, when she knew that she was never getting back out of it. Mm-hmm. I think people think that we stopped talking about her passing or that... No, not at all. I think that people think... Well, here's that, the thing, too. I, do, like, I think that people don't think for four-plus years we didn't talk about this. We yeah. did. This it was talked on a regular. It was talked on a regular. It's still talked about. It's still you were there when about. I argued with her. She insisted that I had to move on. Yeah. That I had to find somebody. I'd say to her, 100%. "Are you crazy?" Yeah. And she'd be like, "No, I'm not crazy, but you're only forty some years old. Yeah. You're not going to be alone forever. I, I, I wouldn't expect that. Of if you. I'm not, I, I'm not quoting, but I do remember her saying like, not in a nutshell, but like, some there's good, there has to be a female presence with these girls. Right. To the, into and that extent, she not to because we would have anybody. Like, we not would to have re- anybody, but she said her mom and my mom were too old to be that influence. Yes, and I'm and I, I and and I'm not like I I like, like I'm saying like right. once everyone went to bed and us three sat in that back room and we like we talked about some dark ass. Oh, shit. I've been told that that's lies. I've been told, I, but nobody was there. Yeah, and I'm not saying I was there for every second of it, but I do remember being in that back room. It was me, you, and her. Well, if Ashley wants to be honest about it, and since nobody wanted to approach me, and I'm not calling anybody yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Ashley made promises to Lori that if I didn't start looking for somebody, she'd find somebody for me. Yeah, but my thing Well, is how do you think like, that would have went? The whole Ashley situation <laughs> is, like, rough because she, like, yes, I, like, at first, like, I was really against, like, the whole, like, dad moving on. Like, I felt, like, mm-hmm. yes, it was a betrayal to my dad, but that's all people yeah, it was grieving you know this was not me moving on to forget lori no this was not me moving on to replace lori this was not me moving on to in any way use the person i'm with to raise my daughters mm-hmm. these this, this was, was a genuine connection right yeah i mean and if, if you if are if you're a believer in faith if this wasn't a genuine connection we wouldn't be sitting here now. What? How many years? Seven later? years later. Seven years later. And I'm married. just being dead serious. And married, and you're still like, like, and this is this is like a crazy thing to even like, even as an like an adult level, because there is people that if, like you, uh, uh, most kids of our your age or even my age, wouldn't even be able to have a conversation in the same room with their significant other about a past lover, right. because it's like how to how dare you talk about someone that you loved. As much as you like, and and that's not even a, an issue in this fucking. Nikki household. is comfortable with the fact that Lori's not competition. It's not. It's not competition. She's, she's not. She's and not. It, and it's, it's not going to be a time. It's not competition. It's she's not, not going to show back up yeah. here, knock on the door, and go, "Yo, I'm here for my husband." Yeah. We all. If she we does that, I will be yeah. the next one in the box. 
not like they were divorced or anything. Exactly, and it and it's just like and it's not even like even it's not even a divorce thing. Like I. I've seen situations happen with cut well people that you lose somebody. It's like you know that you move on. That's not a thing anymore. And like we openly have conversations to this day about Lori, and it's and it's not that I'm trying to make you feel uncomfortable. You can't not think of Lori, though. but you can't like like. And I'm not trying to say like, and that's and that's not a knock to you because I'm getting to that point as well. I want to I want to bow tie this up, but like for how important Lori was as a person. I, I think on a diff, diff, completely different retrospect, I think like you bring things out of him that I've never seen brought out of him. Like on a the things that even Lori wasn't able to like that. Like you guys weren't like there's it's a complete. It's not like it's a cook a cookie cutter relationship. Not the same cookie cutter that was imprinted here is the same relationship mm-hmm. that you have here. Like your relationship with Lori is a 180 degree, 360 degree flip. Of what used to are as a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I remember those conversations that I wouldn't have ever had it with you when you were with Lori, not because, like, you were just in a different mind state. Right. Like, and you were not close-minded, but you were you were set. And and, and time changes things right. for everybody. For everybody. Um, but, like, I, I just want to say, like, as someone who, like, like, how much I cared about Lori and respected Lori, like, you're on the same level as that. I want to be honest with you. Like, not only did you take in my, my best friend, but my, like... I don't. I don't want to say like dad figure because it wasn't even like that. But no. like for how much I do say like, like that's my friend and these are my sisters. Like it's a mm-hmm. weird way to describe it. But like maybe We're, we have a weird family. Yeah, complex. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not even like it's like an uncle or a brother type thing. It's when just I like, address like him to people, like I'm like, he, yeah, my uncle Tony. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. It's, what it's, I'm it's saying. like a, it's or like, like a fa- my brother Tony. Like that's just another one of our siblings. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like I just brother. Tell people, he's the funniest motherfucker you'll meet. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I'll, I'll, I'll take it all. Jordan, you got anything? You want to throw anything on? Uh, but like Jordan loves Tony. But like everybody loves Tony. You're oh you're God, yeah. like I just remember like sitting in your kitchen over there and just like and you and I walk in I'm like your fucking kitchen looks like a bad Italian restaurant. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you're like, get the fuck up! I'm Italian. I'm like, you're not Italian. That poor pizza man. You're not. You're not. That a fuck- poor pizza man. You're, fuck- yeah. you're fucking not Italian. You're not Italian. And you're like, I'm fucking Italian. And then didn't you take a, a genealogy test? Had that turn you're not Italian. <laughs> Amazonian. Irish. I'm Scottish. English, Welsh, I'm like Irish. So right. I was correct. No, there's something else in there, though. Yeah, like, like Greek. Scandinavian. Wasn't it Greek? Scandinavian. I thought no, she was Amazonian. No Greek. There is nothing from one. the boot, bro. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to do another one because I don't believe all of yeah, it. The, you got to spit on that stick again. Uh, yeah. oh, that was the hardest God. part. Huh? That was the hardest what part. The she couldn't smoke for half hour and she had to spit in that vial, bro. That was, yeah. that was tough for her. And but, you got to spit a lot. Like, it's not like a. It's like a. Yeah. It, like but feel that but I, I, whatever whatever she's made up of, we yeah. love it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I just want to say like you. how like the what? the amount of respect yeah, I have like, for you, just I'm like to like, that we could even have this conversation and still all be comfortable and stuff. Like it's not a replacement. It's not a move on. It's not a rebound. It's not a replace. Like we're not comparing you to her. We're not putting you in the same realm because you're a completely different person and and you've been kicking ass this entire time as well. Like not many people would take on a, a man on his. What would third relate like third marriage? Two different sets of kids from two different marriages, as fucking star- stubborn and bull. from one to nine. Yeah, you went from one kid, fucking, and Mikey. Oh my goodness, I, you going from a single child to fucking now has to share attention with fucking nine other assholes. Like Jesus Christ, and uh, for how hard headed and pig headed he is in this situation, like in seven years, I mean, a lot has fucking changed. And dude, you killed it. Like 
I fucking Thanks. love you to death. Like you're 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 fucking family. Like and I and I think if anything, if we can look down and Lori the Lori would be fucking proud of where we're all sitting right now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But and still being able to have that conversation and, and not have the like not have you be like, That's not I'm not comfortable with it. you know what I mean? Like because I think it's healthy for us to still have those conversations and remember the you like to talk about the time so they don't forget nothing exactly you know what i mean, know what I mean? like it's it not it's, it's not erased yeah. history you yeah. know what i mean for like madison wish, like... that part's the hardest for she was yeah, the youngest at yeah. the time yeah i think went, okay so it was described to me like mom was afraid that i was gonna forget her which i'm not saying i have but it, well that, that i don't remember her like taylor and jordan do i don't the, re- the reason i bring her up as much as i do even around you guys is because that's something that's See, one like, of the things we talked I about like, i don't like to talk about that because like you you know my mom longer than I know my own mom. And yeah. she was my mom. Mm-hmm. And nothing towards you at all. 100%. But it's not a jealousy thing. It's a, it hurts a little. It yeah. hurts a little. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to know a woman that I don't. And I and I came out of that woman. Yeah. And I think my mom's biggest fear was that I was willing to forget her and love somebody more than her. Which, yeah. to me, yeah, I, that is my mom. But Nikki's my mom. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't, like, I didn't even tell my ex-boyfriend that I had a dead mom. Yeah. Because, like, that story that she lived her but own But that's story. personal to you though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like You like, can tell that to whoever well, you I want can, to tell I can, it to. Like yeah. I my grandmother who was on my dad's side, I I have no memory of anything we've ever went through, experienced, like everything that I liked that mm. she was into as a kid, I for some reason I revolt against all of it. Like I don't like anything that we used to do together. And it was I think it was a psychological thing when I was young. I was angry that she left and I did like this weird psychological thing where I just turned everything off. Here's yeah. something you may not know, but go ahead. But I re- I can I re- I can feel the love we had for one another, but I have I can't remember her voice. I have no actual memories of her but but what i do what i do like is when people will tell me how awesome of a person she was and they tell me stories of her because then i could be like oh shit like i can be proud of that i I, like one thing you could probably relate to is you fucking absolutely 100 percent feel the love your mother had for you but you may been so young that you don't remember the memories because but like i didn't remember everything up until i was four like i didn't have an yeah you were fucking super young yeah and that's when she first got diagnosed and then when dad actually sat us down and was like remember the good times remember her without the cancer but you for can't. me, it's there, can't. Wasn't, can't. Yeah. there wasn't. Yeah. Any other there wasn't any other. You were cancer. raised during, yeah. The cancer parts. Like, I was remembered, like, I remember her with cancer. And mm-hmm. dad's like, dad sat down and with all of us and was like, remember her without it. But I couldn't. Like, yeah. that was hard for me. I was like, but like, that's So there all are family remember. members, basically, that because Madison says that and says, that is my mom, get offended. They mm-hmm. do. And that. Instead of. I think that's a, I think that's a justifiable thing to of, feel. Because I- instead of honoring the woman for that, mm-hmm. they vilify it. And that's terrible. A hundred percent. Because like, this is my life. Because and no one else is gonna how, how old were you when she when she passed? I was I was nine. Nine. Yeah. Realistically, most kids. Now I'm someone who's speaking as a 32 year old person. Most of my childhood memories are your teenage years. That because when you're I, te- yeah I get that when yeah. you're a teenager from like 11, 12, and up is when you really remember your life and you really experience things. Mm-hmm. And then as a teenager. Especially as a like, it's a girl and a boy thing when you're going through changes and you and and who was there for you in those moments, yeah. it's right here. Yeah, yeah and like my thing is like I when I think about it like a lot of the times like I would just wish like sitting now like I'm 17 gonna be 18 I mm-hmm. wish they would have like grown up with it and like been mature but they would just egg it on they would yeah. be like no that's not your mom no like 
But that's who are they re- to tell that's us not, that who's that's our mom, not, who's not our there mom. to replace? Like, but it's, I, it's I, I want to say, instead, with all the negative that's being said, I do want to say something good. Well, it's good to get that they're getting out I know of the chest as well. But I, you know that you've known Lori's parents for the entire time that you know Lori. Yeah. And that you know me. My hat's off to them. Hmm? I mean, first off, I, I, being a father of nine children now, I can't imagine burying one of them. Yeah. But then, saying to the son-in-law, you're still my son-in-law, don't, that never ends. And then inviting my, at that time, girlfriend and then fiance, she sits and eats Christmas dinner with them. Mm-hmm. My... Father-in-law. I gotta make it a point. To go, I gotta make it a point to go see them because I haven't seen them in my father-in-law way who too long. Has struggled immensely because Lori was his pride and joy. He's a fucking great tells dude. people that that's his daughter. Yeah, and that's not because he, there's not something mental with him. It's just he didn't know how to. De- he didn't know how to, to describe it. But they sat and broke bread with her at Christmas. Mm-hmm. They've and when I say broke bread, I mean literally broke bread. Because at Christmas we do the Holy Supper, yeah. and you know they wish her well, and they you know they pray for her, and that. She hugs so people don't memory. know. Pe- people outside of our shell don't know that. Well, I mean, it, we're and they getting, look at it like we're, what the we're hell? looking at is there's some people inside of our shell who still have a hard time with that. But I she think goes it, and cleans her house, but I or think, helps I her think out if you or, truly, 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 truly knew, truly knew Lori as a person, and 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 what Lori would have wanted, because what realistically she knew. Listen, we had jokes, and we would make jokes about really morbid ass shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she would make jokes of like, "Oh, I'm not going to be here." Like, I think if she would honestly were to look down at this situation right now and see where you girls are at, mm-hmm. and, and I think she'd be so happy. And 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 seeing that Nikki's at this table, and and, and you know, what I mean, she would fucking be proud of like, you know, what I mean, like that's. I think this is not an easy thing for anybody because you have to realize everyone has their own mental, the way they deal with things. And to get that all right with nine fucking well now now eleven because you're counting you and 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 Mikey in this like yes. that's not fucking easy for eleven people to well, get. No, Mikey makes nine. She yeah. makes ten. Yeah, Jimmy makes eleven. That, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I was trying to yeah. say. Eleven. There's eleven people that coming in and out of this household. That's yeah. eleven. I was right. right. Okay. Jesus, <laughs> I'm shutting this off. No, <laughs> um, but no, that to get eleven people on the same page is never. You're gonna have people who just don't do that. You know right. what I mean? Well, twelve, fucking twelve. I'm in this too. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. So like it's... to get to get that many people on the same mentality wavelengths because everyone handles Greg differently. Everyone handles change differently. Everyone handles things like you're looking at two people who are looking at a situation where they were raised by a certain person and now they're adults and now they see a new person coming in and raising two girls who need a womanly figure in their life at that time and and for yous and and jordan to see her as mom is completely okay yeah and i have the worst mom complex by the way yeah. i'm such what a does mom. that mean oh i'm such like the and biggest you know mom. she's been that way for a long time yeah. I mean, and, and, they, and, they and had I, to grow up early which was tough on them. exactly and I, and I don't i don't and i don't ever want you guys to think that i bring your mom up i'm to, taking a restroom break to, yeah i don't want to <laughs> i don't ever want you guys to think that i bring your mom up to upset you or thing but i just I just really want you to guys really know how w- strong of a person she was and yeah. how, like, no matter what you go through in life or how difficult things may be, that you come from a bloodline of a really strong human being that you can literally handle any fucking thing that's thrown in front of you. Like, and you are very, 
like I laugh like when I come over here and see you guys growing up and mm-hmm. and how opinionated you guys are and how oh I'm strong, the most <laughs> opinionated and how person. strong-minded you guys are. How small they were. You know what like I mean? And up. like how you guys kind of give your dad shit. You know, because you have your own thoughts and beliefs on things. Because if, I'm being honest, your mom would have done the same fucking thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I joke around with your dad, and I don't back down. Like, I have my and yeah, and I, I sit my grand. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm the and worst. that's and and that's good. Like, and that, that's not a bash against your dad because no. he, he is very he's very he's opinionated. Very you know what I mean? Oh, she goes yes. hard when him and her go at it. I, I, I got to see it. It's got to be amazing. It's great. But, like, it's a great time. But record it next it's just it's just insane. Like watching you grow up. And all three is because you are all, all three is are fucking clones of your mother. Well, Jordan's more Danny. I see. Than... I see it more with these two because obviously the females. I am like, legit. This fem- I get told it too much. Like I've gotten, is. I've gotten like called Lori before, and like it's not that it's a bad thing. Like no, yes, not at all. I'm a different person. She was a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Like she was a beautiful girl. But like I'm like beautiful inside now. Yeah. Literally the strongest warrior to be one, like, one of the strongest. <laughs> the the she's the strongest human being I've and ever I, like, met. Not that life. I want to be her, but I hope to be at her level one day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, like even with me personally, when I go through my, my, my problems and I wake up and I have joint pain and I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in so yeah, much see, pain. Like, so, I'm like, I fuck can't that. Complain like, about my I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have to go through a quarter of what that one yeah. went through and never fucking complained or said anything negative once and but still put everyone ahead of herself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, but every day she did it. She always told us every day I only wake up because I have kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I none of us strive to have to have to have cancer. None of us strive that, but we all strive to be like a superhero like her. Yeah, we all want to. She was be the embodiment that. of a fucking superhero. Like she was. She did. She she did anything and everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're ever questioning if I'm crazy and talking to myself, I got it from that lady. She talked to herself, <laughs> <laughs> and she answered herself back. I know that. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there. This was a little longer, but I I think it was good. Is there anything else you guys want to put out there or talk about? This was off oh, the cuff. We were going to cover the about her saying that it was she wasn't sick. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd go back to it. Yeah, good. So after Lori passed away, I was I think I was already with you, right? Was I with you? I don't know. Oh, you're going to say the name? No, no. Oh, I was going to say. Anyway, you my, two, cut my that two daughters. <laughs> yeah, I had to be with you. Yeah. My two daughters come home from school crying. And, uh, some girls at school had told them that their mother told them that Lori didn't die. She divorced me and didn't want them and took off. Jeez. That's yeah, what and I still with. get like, told. So now this is what my kids. I don't now, know anything wanna, about you, my mother. They dying. talk about bullying. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if if it makes you feel better, at one point in time, I had to have a conversation with your dad because she was told he was told by. A boyfriend of your sister that me and Lori were having an affair together, and I think I was what we've was, been told this story. I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I and you knew from the get go. And I, I never heard. Yeah, yeah. If I knew a reserved person like my mother, now she wasn't complete. Listen, reserved, I'm a, I'm a stud. Was, I'm a fucking stud. We and know, I, and we were very she, close, but yes, we weren't that close. Not that <laughs> 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 share anyway, the bed, but not get undressed. Type me of. being <laughs> who I am, and at that point in my life, yeah. I was not very cool with that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. So my idea was that. Well, since this mother wants to tell her daughters that my wife divorced me and abandoned them, I'll take a copy of the death certificate up to her. So I did, and I went up, and I politely knocked on the door, and when she answered it, I don't know how well she read it, because I plastered it right to her nose, and I walked away. Boom, mm-hmm. there it was. I left her with the death certificate stuck to her face. <laughs> oh, it was a photocopy. No. <laughs> 
Oh, I bought it worth plenty eight, of originals. It was worth the eight dollars. I didn't. I didn't know yeah, how much. Yeah, they're eight dollars. Yeah. Well, are they, are they as hard to get as a social security card? Oh no, you can go to any. You can go to any well, funeral director. What social security card do you mean? You can get as many <laughs> as you want. I lost mine. It took me fucking like eight months to get it back. Well, no, it took me a little bit then to get. Well, that was your grandmother's. I have multiple copies. I still have yeah. multiple copies. Yeah. I I got enough because of all the stuff just, that we had. I had to take care of it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, but kids are just that one uh, was it was well worth the eight bucks. I would yeah. have paid eighty bucks for that one. Yeah. But I don't, and uh, I, they never came home and said that there was a problem again. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I, like I did expect the people. cops to show up at the house because I did handle it wrong. Yeah, but it was. You were upset and hurt. And I was, and it, and, and to grief. tell my kids that grief. Yeah, it's it's grief, um, and then you're that you're trying to protect kids who just lost their mother, and that's right. just the last thing you want. So I don't. I, I don't I'm assuming she never called the cops, or if she did, they said, "Well, you brought that shit on yourself." Because, yeah. but because um, nobody ever showed up at the house, I was lucky, but. Yeah, that was. Uh, I wanted to let you know that there was somebody else that said that she wasn't sick and faked her own death and just to divorce me and abandon the kids. Yeah, she so tried I, to run away with me, but I, I told her I, I was too close to you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, that's why oh she packed God. her bags. That's yeah. the story you wanted to come yeah. back to. She uh, she couldn't she couldn't have left with me, guys, because uh, I was really in a hidey. So she just dipped. <laughs> And, uh, oh golly! She ran. She I don't know Florida. who she ran away with. Hey mom, if you're out there, come back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were sick of Nikki. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm 17. <No. laughs> She's graduating. Well, she was gonna walk, but uh, the corona is not yeah, letting um, her. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, that was fun. I mean, we'll definitely do this again. I, I know you guys want to do all this stuff where you come and talk, but. I mean, everyone has a story. You have a fucking story. You could. I still want. I have a story. Listen, I have a story. You know, almost dying, and my mama was there to save me. So if you don't believe in anything, believe in that. <laughs> I never died, but I could have. <laughs> <laughs> you keep pissing your dad off. Close <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> really close. that's a whole different. Story. We d- we do. I do want to bring that one back up another time. As uh, no. we we do talk about not that one. You. Oh, thank God. Not about. It's not about you anymore. Um, uh, <laughs> Tony, you always have this ball. It's my turn. Um, where uh, if there's a story that you guys heard locally of a girl in frackville who during the uh the flood times walked around like fucking georgie from it (laughs) and uh and i might not float too and decided to take a trip down the uh the sewer drain from the elks to oh no it was from she went past I, the Elks. It was r- around the Elks. All the way down yeah, to Boyers. Boyers. Yeah, she, she went an underground water pipe from Elk past the Elks down to Boyers. Uh, that was that was, that was was you in the room here. Uh, we did talk about it in the first podcast, but it wasn't really so much from your point of view. It's yeah. from right. your dad's and stuff. But we'll definitely go back to that one. But like I said, if you, I will repost the pilot episode when this one airs so you guys can kind of touch base on that. And if you ever want to come on and talk more from your side of the story, like we can do that as well. But uh, the, two two hours and almost forty minutes of podcasting. <laughs> I think I need a, the You're longest need to nap. Do some serious editing. People no, get tired of us. No, this, I, I let it go. I go. I let it go for what it is. Because I, I I used to tell people used to listen a lot more, and then it kind of died out when this whole virus thing went out, which is weird to me. But I, I think a lot of people like to listen to podcasts when they're on their way, way home work from or, work. Yeah. yeah, like it's like a drive home and drive back thing. Yeah. And now that people now that people are home and they're like, oh, I can get more stuff done. They're just not right. taking time to listen to podcasts, which I understand. Um, but yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Um, in closing, anything else you guys want to quick do? Like a quick wrap up. We'll go around the room. We'll start with you. What are we doing? Just like anything you want to put on closing. I just remember there. you having this idea. I think it's amazing. I appreciate it, man. Well, being my first episode, now my 
65th or whatever 68 68 i don't remember yeah. i was born in 68 we covered this already yeah <laughs> can't wait for 69 hey me and hottie are doing that episode whoa um, <laughs> can i please be invited he's auditioning for secretary that already. president thing that you yeah. did he's looking to be vice yeah <laughs> you know i said it's going to be in front of an intern he's already i think he's just he put Tony, it 2020 <laughs> <laughs> i am here he's making the pins right listen, now listen heidi is attractive i don't blame him for trying to at least Watch. Um, <laughs> so since there's a stripper out there, I'm surprised, looks like I'm surprised Jordan didn't jump in on that <laughs> one. You, you don't have to know him there. He's a taken right? man. Yeah, Jordan's a taken man. Yeah, Jordan's all about anal bubble butt cream. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's out in the world. <laughs> Jordan, if um, you ever want a recording of that, um, can we just pull come up uh, browser podcast. history first before we uh, end oh this? <laughs> jo- Jordan, top five favorite porn stars out in the world. We'll get back to that. Think Rather of it and we'll come back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened on a banging beers. We did that for a while. We said our, fa- our top favorite. Favorite five and I. What are yours? You, right, right now? Mm-hmm. Um, no, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> her name. One, yeah, let's the, end it with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. We just talked about da- cancer and, say and you, death. And hey, she would love no, that we yeah, were talking about. We gotta it. go out on a high. She right, would love. So my number one, I like this one called uh, Ch- Chanel Preston. Don't know that one. Um, number two is uh, is Adriana Chesik. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about. Like, None of us know what those are. Um. Number, I'll just do three, and my as, and then my third one, which is crazy because it's everything about her is not uh, something I'm into because she's just a little. I, I like a little meat, a little cushion, but uh, uh, Riley Reed. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I know only from you like know Riley Reed. Yeah, hearing about her. No, Riley Reed. Yeah, she's been on Black Draw a bunch of times. We talked about that before the cameras rolled. You <laughs> should just have her on your show. I would. I would love to interview a porn star. Actually, and then they're my top favorite three now, but my all time. Like she's still active, but I I didn't like her. Like I was a fan of her even before she was a porn star. Like she was she was on a radio show and then she became like she's a podcaster now. Um, Asa Akira, and it's not because I have an Asian wife and I have an Asian thing, but she's you definitely have an Asian thing. I don't. I really don't. I just Asian have fetish. I have. I have. A, <laughs> That's your fetish. I have. A, I just have a, yeah, a skit. Listen. There's the one midget on the planet that I would, yeah. Uh, no. I remember seeing <laughs> the video. I was like, that's my worst thing. My, uh, freak a Brit. No, the other one. Oh, Asa Akira. No, the other one, the Reed. A Riley Reed. Riley. You've Riley. definitely seen Riley yes, Reed before. You have. Yeah, she has, like, she has like Japanese tattoos going up her, her yes. the spine of her back. Yeah. Uh, Tony, to go back to when your headset was choking you. Now, we don't see, I'm old school. I'm old school, so you know, like Debbie does Dallas. No, Jenna Jameson. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean. Her best scenes were with Tito. Never seen them. I would like to get on the topic of They never filmed it. Tito Ortiz kind of supposedly beat her up. I'm a UFC fan, but um, we're we're just going to end on that. I'll see you guys next time. She's at TikTok now, by the way. Who? Riley Reed. Riley Reed. Yeah. He's deaf following. Oh, he's following that one. I'll follow it. Fuck it. Yeah, um, she does. Yeah, That's but how I know her. We just ended uh, a podcast of grief and cancer and children with po- porn stars yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's how we do my it. mom would be looking down right now <laughs> yeah, she would be pissing her that's pants a woman laughing. that didn't watch porn yeah <laughs> she'd be pissing her pants laughing but uh yeah it, that was the weirdest ending of all time but you guys you guys asked for it so i did it uh <laughs> so in closing i want to say i love you guys to death you know it's it's sometimes family doesn't come by your bloodline it comes by where you're accepted and where you're where, where you're welcomed and being a part of this household and this family as long as I have been and then welcome back in with your with your with now breaking bread with you and doing the same thing and, mm-hmm. and, and, and being a part of it and always knowing that I never have to knock on the front door. I can just walk right in. I just right. I love you guys to death and I'm we I'm glad you. we're 
as long as we've been going, you know. And now we have two graduates coming up. Holy yeah, fuck! I'm going oh my god, I, next year's my last on, year. That's Dang, on IUP. None of us are children adult. anymore. We're all being adults. All right, I, let's not get too carried away with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. <laughs> that's on being a child until so. you get out. Yeah, but uh, if you guys listen to the whole thing, thank you guys so much, and uh, so we're gonna wrap up here. See you guys next time. Interviews everyday people. Here is some, um, I don't even know what the intro music's going to be. Just, let's just say Church in the Trains. We'll keep it there for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking for new intro and outro music. But uh, yeah, see you guys next time. Thank you.